This week's episode of Vigi Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Audible. Go to audible.com slash VGA to get a free audiobook on us. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 6 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Raparez. With me in the studio are my talented co-host... Slightly Sick Ann Lewis. And uh, series mainstay... Michael Graham. And for the very first time, cheap podcast host... H-E-N-E-R-Y-G. <laughs> oh, stay rudden. Uh, I thought you were Henry Gilbert for a second. Well, we've already had Henry on. That's uh, true, it wouldn't be the first time. Uh-uh. Henry G. Gilbert. <laughs> So kind of kind of an eventful week um, with SimCity exploding and uh, various other things not exploding. Um, but we we're going to start this off because Tomb Raider we played that last week. It that was, was good. That was pretty awesome. Good and stuff. And it inspired uh, Chris Antista actually uh, when I was chatting with him to suggest this week's top five, which is. Games that redeem their franchises. Mm-hmm. So these these are you know franchises that like Tomb Raider uh, were kind of kind of fallen by the wayside, and then one game came along in the series that got everybody interested in it, in it again. And uh, you know, let's start off with number five. Number five. You're missing the point. Defense contracts keep us afloat, but neural augmentations that make you think faster react quicker. They can really improve a life, everybody's lives. David's talked about it for years. Yeah, he is a talker. He's a good man. Admit it, Adam. A part of you likes him. Well, I like everyone, Dr. Reed. Yeah, right. <laughs> part of you likes him, Michael. <laughs> well, I like everyone, Michael. That, that is, of course, yeah, right. <laughs> Deus Ex Human Revolution. Yes, it is. And this one, like, I, this is the one that probably people question the most when I was pitching it to you guys, because Deus Ex is generally remembered as an amazing game. It was really good. People tend to forget that between Deus Ex and Human Revolution, there was Deus Ex Invisible War. Which I never played, and that's why I forgot it existed. It sucks. Yeah, I, I actually kind of liked it, but I, <laughs> I, I liked it before I'd played Deus Ex. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 You because liked it before it was cool? No, I, I liked it because I played it first. Gotcha. I played Invisible I, no, War before I, I, I played I the original. No, I'm just teasing. Right. Uh, and, and yes, before it was cool because it was never cool. <laughs> it's still not cool. See, Deus Ex Human Revolution was one of those games that I wanted to like so badly and I couldn't get into it. But I'm probably, like, I still have it. It's at my house somewhere. I'm going to go through and play it one of these days. I just, when I picked it up, I was still playing Batman, and I just couldn't, I couldn't finish it. I was like, shaking ah. my head at you. I know. <laughs> I know you are. Mike, Mike, this, this entry was kind of tailor-made for you. Well, it's for you. Go. Yeah. So I really loved uh, Human Revolution. I think I ended up giving it a 10 when I was at Games Radar. When I, did for it. I really thought it was great. It's, uh, it excuses the whole, like, we're going to shoehorn multiplayer and stuff here, and it focuses entirely on. Here's a story. Here's a gameplay for the single player. This is why it's great, which is also why you can find it for four ninety nine used in every GameStop on Earth because everyone <laughs> sold their copy of it as soon as they were done. Yep. That's why the Sad. multiplayer is there. Yeah. 
But no, it's it's a pretty worthy successor to like the first Deus Ex game, which is absolutely one of my favorite games of all time. Beaten that game multiple times. Uh, really enjoy it. Still play it. Still think it's good. It's a little more in-depth than this one, but I don't know. I was really worried about this game when it came out because, you know, as a PC game, you get snooty. And you're I, like, think, I think everybody Ooh. was really worried about the game, mainly because of Invisible War. Right. Because yeah. everybody thought, like, it's going to continue in that direction. It's going to be dumbed down. And mm -hmm. that's that's why it's on the list, though, because it did... It, did follow up a game that was really bad in a series that started out great, yeah. went downhill, and mm -hmm. we're like, oh no, this is going to be another yeah. one of those. And it and did that arc in the shortest number of games possible, which would yeah. be three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, you know. That's pretty, pretty impressive. Uh, I do remember Invisible War, like, at the time I was playing it, I thought I was really clever for figuring out. I was like, oh, everything in here is like, it's the Book of Revelation and the, the locust clouds that, that, like, there's these nano swarms that they call the locusts. It's like, that's out of Revelation. And J.C. Denton is Jesus Christ Denton. He's going <laughs> to redeem humanity. And then, like, a few years later, I realized, like, how fucking stupid and obvious the game was about that. I felt a lot less clever. Aww. Well, that's the thing. I don't know. When you play that, I don't know. It makes you feel smart when you're younger, though. Yeah, but yeah. once you get older, you're like, this is... Really so ham-fisted. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was interesting. Like the each each one kind of has a different theme around the augmentations that you can get. Like uh, human revolution is this idea that you know cybernetics are brand new. Yeah. And then in the original Deus Ex, like cybernetics are old, and like the right. people who got them are like obsolete. It's one of those confusing. The most recent one is actually a prequel to the first one, so mm -hmm. it may look the best, so, but it's, so yeah. was it like biotic enhancements or what was? <laughs> Well, his vision is augmented, number right. one, which uh -huh. is important. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think they make a point of some of it, too, because in the original game, you just had cloaking ability, or, like, you could just do that, but then this one, or it's maybe the other way around. You can just cloak in this one, but in the other one, you had to have an item that would cloak you. Mm -hmm. So they had to, they didn't retcon stuff, but they explained it away, like, well, when it was installed well, in one, you back then, This it was one you had to get an upgrade in order right. to, mm. you had to get an But it was, like, in cloak. you. The other one, it's like, you had a usable item in your inventory uh, that you. you would use, but, yeah. Well, even beyond the upgrades, which I think were really well handled in Human yeah, Revolution. Yeah, they, they did do that. Uh, you had quite a bit of control over the kind of person that Adam Jensen was. Mm -hmm. And you could be a total dick if you wanted to. Which I don't know why I didn't enjoy this game as much as I should have, because I love games yeah. where you can do that. <laughs> but the, Just the, walk around throwing dumpsters at people and crushing them. That's the yeah. best. But the, the audio clip we're about to play, unless I'm mistaken, that's <laughs> the victim's mother he's talking to. Do you know exactly how Megan died? Her neck was snapped and her body was burned beyond recognition with a high-tech compound. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Jensen, everybody. Adam what Jensen. a great guy. He sure is nice. <laughs> Definitely knows how to handle this situation. Yes. There's a lot of good ones in the original, too, because the original one suffers occasionally from uh, uh, bad voice acting. Oh, the oh, worst. Yes. There, there are the YouTube compilations voice. of yes. its terrible, terrible voice acting. Mm -hmm. And th this one, I, I can't remember. Did it... Did it fuck up the accents as badly as the first one did? No, I mean, there was the one homeless lady character that caught a bunch oh, of guys. Oh, right, yeah. But I think that was the only one that was... Like, speaking in Chinese, <laughs> and then, like, Hey, me love you long time! And then, like, a completely different voice. Well, that was the original one. I was, I was talking about, I think, uh, the homeless black woman. Yes. In, uh, oh. Yes. Okay. I forget what her name is, but they give her a very... Very traditional sounding uh, <laughs> voice in the worst way I could use the word traditional sounding. <laughs> Al Jolson sounding. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, 
Aside from that one <laughs> dark mark, or that's not the term I want to use. No, no, that one poor isn't. mark on the game. It's still quite good. I just really enjoyed the story because like, they created this really interesting thing where it's like, well, why doesn't everyone just get upgrades? And it's like, well, because class exists and money exists. And they it's are like, expensive, mm -hmm. yo. They are expensive. You or I could probably not afford upgrades. Yes, and then you will be turned down a job because you can't afford <laughs> upgrades and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Speaking of voice acting, having only seen this game through screenshots of the main character, did not picture his voice to sound like a 75-year-old man. Yeah, I kept... It is kind of weird. Yeah. I played that game, and I keep thinking that he sounds like someone else. I don't actually know who that voice actor is. I'm uh, sure I he's... I believe it's Elias Tufex? Taufex? I'm sure I'm pronouncing his name. I mean, really, once you get going, it does fit the character. Yeah, right? it really does, but his whole vo his voice is just like this the whole game. <laughs> And like, I'm actually like, a little sick. So even that's when not I'm having emotional conversations with people, I talk like this. <laughs> well, he does get. Doesn't really change spoiler well. alert! Pretty essentially killed in the first like 20 minutes of the game. That's so, not a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. That's why he gets augmented. That's, I don't exactly, know that that's a spoiler. Yeah. I don't know if you guys didn't know this, but he didn't ask for those augments. <laughs> no, so they Mass Effect too. So pissed yeah. because of that. <laughs> I think he he also likes to correct people. Oh yeah, one of my favorite parts <laughs> in the whole game. Man after my own heart. Colo. <laughs> <laughs> Alley off Bagley Avenue, Ezekiel. How cryptic. That's near Seraph HQ. I'll look into it. Oh, and it's Cholo. <laughs> you dick. Really, though? Pritchard is a dick. Pritchard yeah. is, yeah. He gets, gets likable, though. He gets better, but... He starts off like Professor Snape or oh something. Oh my god, he's such an asshole. Well, I don't... I never read Harry Potter or no. watched the movies, so... Well, you should have pretended. I played one of the games, and I was like, this guy's an asshole. So, yeah, I get that, but... Fair enough. There's a, anyway. I also remember I, Pritchard Pritchard, is a dick. Pritchard's office had a poster for, like, Final Fantasy 27 it or something. Did. Like that. Yes. <laughs> and I was trying to take a screenshot, like, no, no, we can't take screenshots before the embargo. Oh, God. God damn it. That was really good. Yeah. There's, a, uh, there's another audience CFL. I can't remember it, but it's like... He's, you're talking to like a, a thug guy who's been augmented and like he's talking about one of his friends who died and he's just like and then you know my my homie you know Nate he's he's dead R.I.P. and then Adam Jensen's response is yeah rip <laughs> <laughs> yeah rip <laughs> so good but yeah Deus Ex Human Revolution really good game I think made everybody completely forget about the I disaster wish I liked that it was more. Invisible War mm -hmm. I love that the acronym well, for the game is <laughs> I know dirt. I know I am uh, Dur. Dur. Yeah, yeah. Dur. I always thought of it Dur. as like Deus Ex Human Resources. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm Adam Jensen. I'm the Human Resources Director here at Seraph Industries. <laughs> if you guys ever need to farm achievements online at that game, just hit me up. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, I'll totally <laughs> not want to do it myself. I'll never do that. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> Come on, Meg. You've defended your research before. That was different. Then it was all just theories. But this discovery, Adam, it's big. Kepler big. Rosetta Stone big. So, what's the problem? They'll want to know how I found it. Spoiler alert, she found it through a series of really shitty boss battles. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the that's, that's part right that in the very beginning of the game, before the augmentations, before the attack. All that good mm -hmm. stuff. I just like that. Yeah. All right, next up. Number four. That's actually a little misleading. It is. Because that bit. sound effect is from the first game in the series, when in fact we're talking about Rayman Origins. Yes, we are. But we couldn't, there aren't too many people who actually talk in that game. No, so there, there's a little bit of talking. There's a little bit of talking. But it sounds like this. 
Ich ist wie er, wie our and the Obste or the Eidmerne. Yeah, that's all they that's all they talk in pig Latin yeah, the whole time. Those everybody are the names. speaks in pig Latin. Yeah. Even the French. Yeah. <laughs> it's French pig Latin. <laughs> well that that kinda weirded me out at first. Like, this is a French made game by a Belgian developer and yet everybody's speaking in English pig Latin. Huh. Yeah. I didn't realize that to be honest. Yeah, I've well, played this game extensively and I never realized if you, see, if you hear Eitmer May, like every once in a while you'll hear a, a word that you pick up on. But this was, I guess the earlier Rayman games, it wasn't so much that they were bad as that nobody cared. Nobody liked Rayman. Nobody liked Rayman. Nobody liked Rayman 1. Nobody liked Rayman nope. 2. Nobody liked Rayman 3. Hoodlum Havoc. Uh, <laughs> nobody cared when he was inserted into Raving Rabbids to the point where they took him out of all future <laughs> Raving Rabbids games. Like, there, there was no point to Rayman. And then they made Rayman Origins, and it's fucking brilliant. And it's a great, great goddamn game. Yeah, it's, it's a better New Super Mario Brothers than New Super Mario Brothers was. That's and I, I'm one of those people, I never really played the original Rayman games but I played this one yeah. love the crap yeah. out of it yeah same it's and it's, great it's fantastic and I remember talking to some people like younger gamers and excuse me that they yeah, did not cool. appreciate <laughs> the level of challenge oh in some fuck of the no levels. I love how hard it is yeah it is it is balls like 16 bit era hard so fucking hard and it's great yeah but it like requires that sort of like and I have I'm, no I'm talking specifically <laughs> about the, the chest chase levels in it mm-hmm. uh but you have to go really fast, and if you miss any one thing, you have to, you have to just like do this back. perfect run every single time, yeah. or you it's will so die. It's so fucking hard. And it's all, those levels especially, all muscle memory. Like, yeah. you have to do them multiple times oh, in yeah. order to just, but yeah. If As you guys someone, are really hardcore like me, you know, mm-hmm. you can ignore what these two guys are saying, because it's pretty tough, but it's not that <laughs> Well, I'm not super, I get, I'm one of those people who, um, I have very little patience for anything, so I like hard games, but I'm I get easily frustrated and start screaming at my TV. Well, uh, I beat Meat Boy, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there, Shut up. there is that. <laughs> you and Henry beating Meat Boy. <laughs> <laughs> beating your Meat Boy. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I did not catch it the first time around. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. It was funny when Rayman came out too because I remember it was like it was one of those games where as soon as it came out it was just like this is tanking sales wise. Like, oh, it is not oh making absolutely! Ubisoft any and it came out all. right around the same time as a bunch of other huge. Well, games. It, like it yeah, came yeah, out yeah. on the same day as their Assassin's Creed yep. game, and yeah. it's like it's like you're setting this up deliberately to fail. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just remember every like games journalist I followed on Twitter and everywhere else. It's like Jesus Christ, please buy Rayman Origins. Like, it's yeah. so wow, good. I should really do I was, that. And I then was like one every, of them. yep, and then like everyone else, I was like. I'm waiting for this to be twenty dollars. Yep, it's I'm an Ubisoft it. game. It'll be yeah. twenty dollars in three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ubisoft. Well, that's yeah, the other thing too is that it's like as, as pretty as that game is and stuff. There's just something about like a two D side-scrolling platformer game that just makes you feel like this just feels like an iOS or Newgrounds game, but really good. Yeah, and it's it's also really really pretty. Yeah, like, it is the, so pretty. The animation is super fluid. Uh, every like everything's Gorgeous super colors. detailed, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I played, um, was it Rayman Legends? The one that was going to be Wii U exclusive? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be yeah. 20 bucks by now if it actually came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, probably would. Probably would. Um, but we won't see it till fall when it'll be 60 bucks and on other systems. But that, that also like, dead. pushes it even, <laughs> yeah, probably. It pushes it even further, though, I think, because it's, it's just super pretty and they add like these musical levels where. Like, not only do you have to be perfectly on cue constantly, but like that 
feeds into the the background music, so you're actually like creating this song, and oh. like the the enemies will will pop up to coincide with lyrics in the song and uh, things like that. That's pretty cool. It's almost like Bit Trip Runner, or yes. soundscape, almost, or yeah. Dozens of other games that do exactly the same thing that I don't play. <laughs> Because fuck that hipster bullshit. <laughs> so basically, this game deserves to be on the list because it redeemed a franchise that no one really cared about to begin with, but yeah. the original games were good. They were okay. They were okay. But this yeah. game well, was amazing. Two, two, I remember everybody talking up and like, this is amazing, you should play it. I don't think it holds up at all. I played the 3DS one. Uh, um, mm-hmm. That may, might just be that that's the worst version. Um and then Hoodlum Havoc, I remember they, they put it out on HD, and I was like, why? Who who actually wants to play this? <laughs> That's kind of astonishing, too, is it in this day and age where it's like, are you a new character, a mascot character that, whose first game like doesn't do well? You're dead forever, and you're never given yeah. another chance. This one, it's like, yeah, we're going to run with this. And I can't remember <laughs> if I'm it was... I'm glad they did. That there, Dave, you might be able to help me out with this. If, if there was a, a Rayman 4, or if they just planned one, and then it never happened. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think there was ever one planned. Okay. Have we have we exhausted this one? I think we have. All right, let's move along. Number three. Isn't she beautiful? I'm falling in love all over again. Very much how we feel about this game. That's yeah. uh, Tomb Raider Legend. It's fun to think that she's talking about herself. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't she beautiful? But uh, Tomb Raider Legend, mm-hmm. uh, and we're we're using this instead of the recent Tomb Raider, Raider blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the Tomb recent Raider. Tomb Raider remake because a reboot. Because uh, the, the last three games were not bad no. by any stretch, no. but Legend came after Angel of Darkness. Which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. I, terrible. I never actually played Angel of Darkness, I but played you did. not a lot, but... You played I, enough to know it's terrible. I played enough to know that I couldn't play anymore. <laughs> but to be fair, I also never beat Legend, so... I'm biting my lip. But Whoops. Legends was pretty... But I should. <laughs> Legends was pretty cool. I mean, it... Yeah. Felt a lot more free. It was truer to what the series was supposed to be. Yes. It added a grappling hook. Um, it, it was a lot more fluid and enjoyable just in general. The level design was better. The Lara design was better. She actually looked like a person instead of like... They were doing that weird thing through the latter-day Tomb Raider games where it was like, even though we could render her better than we're doing, uh, we feel it's important to stick with the uh, angular polygon mm. face. <laughs> I remember one of the big complaints at the time when the game came out came out was that it was kind of on the short side. And as someone who never finished the game, I never had that complaint. But that is that is something a lot of people brought up was that it could have been longer and it just wasn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, it it was it was a, a neat reinvention of the character. It led into Anniversary, mm-hmm. which led into Underworld, which yeah. nobody cared about, nope. and <laughs> everybody complained that it had DLC ending. <laughs> And then that eventually they had to reboot it again, but but Legend is is right up there. It's just a fantastic reinvention of a series, and just coming straight back from when everybody thought it was dead. Are there dinosaurs? Um, were there dinosaurs? <laughs> Not in the first hour or Don't so care. of the game. <laughs> yeah, I, I probably should have researched whether there were dinosaurs. Yeah, in this game. I'm so I, sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't. I, didn't I asked the hard hitting questions. We failed not only our audience but our guests. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. And we're shuttering the podcast. Good night, everybody. Good night. Uh, that, that should rip just become podcast. a running joke. Good night, everybody. Rip. Yeah. Rip. Do we have any other sounds from that? So many, because Laura, oh, Laura is very uh, is very witty. That sounded permanent. Death by irony is always painful. Amateurs. 
Lara. I, I do like that she's, you know, she's kind of like a female James Bond. Yeah, she just, very much is. Just making very sly quips. Sly quips, uh, attractive, smooth, mm-hmm. very good with a gun. I or just tool, murdered a man. They replace the actress about every five or six years. She's oh, like, yeah. the real and, James uh, Bond. Uh-huh. I guess uh, <laughs> Crystal Dynamics, who did, uh, who did Legend and the new reboot, are actually consulting on the next Tomb Raider movie. So I don't know who the new Tomb Raider is going to be because I don't actually follow that stuff, but I did see that recently. That's Emma right. Stone. Uh. <laughs> Wait, for real, yo? No. Okay. Dave Rudden. <laughs> you'd, make, you'd make a good, good yep. Lara Croft. Just stick a couple of let's oranges see, in the tank Let's hear your British accent. <laughs> Boy, look at all those uh, artifacts in that tomb, Governor. <laughs> That's really good. You're right. That was good. It's like, I'm in, it's like Laura's <laughs> in the room. Beautiful. You want to hear my British accent? Yeah. Jason Statham. <laughs> my British accent is the same as Chris's British accent. Your British accent is Jason Statham, the Pokemon. Uh-huh. Okay, that's exactly. good. Good. He can only say his own name. They don't seem quite so keen on visitors these days. Well, hey, you're the one with the guns. You can't blame me for knowing how to accessorize. Ooh. I know how to accessorize with weapons. I've got guns and that I'm shooting a... men in the head. How See, that was a really are. good British accent. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do the rest of the podcast with British accents. Watch me murder all these endangered species. Ooh. Freshen your drink, governor. <laughs> Fancy. Right now, some British uh, listener is hearing this and fa- wants to set his us or her, on fire. His or her face just turned bright purple. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> governor. <laughs> I don't know how they say. Cup of tea. That's all they say is governor oh, and crumpet right just now. continuously. <laughs> and, you know, when they elected a governor crumpet, it was very confusing. <laughs> Well, this is a tomb. I'll make them feel at home. Obligatory tomb quote. I'm sorry. It had the word tomb in it. I had to grab yeah. it. Tomb. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I got for, <laughs> for right. that. Do you have anything more to say? I haven't played a Tomb Raider game since the second one. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. It's generally Dave, a, a, nothing? Nah, no. It's cool. generally a clue when they're just sort of staring off into space. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, look at that shutter door over there. I wonder how much that costs in Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> that door doesn't shut anymore. <laughs> oh. I bet we could replace it with a new one and nobody would notice. It's true. <laughs> yeah. Secret Good Samaritan <laughs> Greg would notice because he's That's nuts. That's a great frat prank. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Number two. Hello, Commander. In light of the recent extraterrestrial incursion, this Council of Nations has convened to approve the activation of the XCOM project. I can't hear that without getting like six boners. Yeah. Oh, well, because I'm an alien <laughs> <laughs> who wants his own death. And I, I still haven't. Played I'm an alien. Get a boner. You're gonna get killed by this project. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, now, XCOM is uh, pretty fantastic. Released mm-hmm. last last year after what twelve years of no X or eleven years of no XCOM games. Mm-hmm. Last one came out in 2001. And some people might be confused as to why this is a redemption. And I say those people probably don't remember the series very well past the second game. There were actually quite a few XCOM games made throughout the 90s. Uh, The last probably good one was XCOM Apocalypse. 
which was the follow-up to Terror from the Deep. And from that point on, uh, let's see, we got XCOM Interceptor, which was uh, like a flight sim slash strategy thing where you're flying one of the ships and taking down UFOs. And I don't like flight sims. was criticized for its inappropriate tone, which was way too flippant for the series, apparently. This is serious. <laughs> ah! uh, there Early was, ends. There was a play-by-email game, because that sounds fun, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Has, Hasbro introduced a play-by-email version of XCOM where you would Ugh. mail in your moves and there Ugh. was like no consistent... Uh, was this for people in jail? Or <laughs> <laughs> Might as well have been. I, I think this was before like, you know, high-speed internet was widespread and people could just play against each other. But And, and like there, there was sort of like that play-by-mail thing that was kind of fun where people would play chess by mail or they would play role-playing games by mail and, like, mail in their moves Ugh. at the end of every month. Great right to Sergeant's Rook 7. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it take, takes, like, a year to, to go through five minutes in-game. But, uh, yeah. It sounds gross. Well, it sounded gross when it was introduced. But I when you're in jail, you got to pass the time so <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, it wasn't well-received by fans, and it failed. Uh, but after that, there were a couple of... Uh, other XCOM games in the work, Genesis and Alliance, that were both canceled because uh, Hasbro Interactive went under, which was publishing it. And then the license got sold off to somebody and they made XCOM Enforcer, in which you play a robot that runs around shooting guns at aliens. It's just like a, an action shooter and kind of forgettable by most accounts. So then, yeah, 11 years of nothing. And then we get XCOM and XCOM is brilliant. Oh, don't forget in the interim there was the one that is still not technically canceled. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. The sh- Wasn't it a shooter? Uh, yeah. yeah, the oh, 2K yes, yes, shooter. Oh, yes, of course, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, it was originally going to come out first. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then there was a huge outcry, and then they're like, that's being delayed. Here's the strategy game, and it almost <laughs> seemed like they were reacting to that. But I, I did talk to the um, creative director on the... Uh, the strategy game and he was saying like you know I, I can understand how it would seem like that the fact is that we were actually working on these things at the same time concurrently and we were kind of going back and forth and you know sharing uh, between the teams and it was it was just two separate projects two kind of alternate universe takes uh, it was never one was supposed to replace the other and uh, and yeah that that right now is it's what slated to be like an XBLA game yeah like a they over keep scaling the, it over back. top shooter or the, yeah and and now you like the more yeah. i see of it the more interesting it looks and mm. then like it's it's just this very 1960s kind of thing it's not your typical shooter reboot where it's like you're, you're a character in the game and there's a story like you're still working with like squads of mm. goons of like fbi agents and suspenders so that that's pretty so cool it's like an x-files game Kind of, yeah, but set in the 60s. Wait, the X-Files wasn't in the 60s? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Very mysterious. But we do have some more sounds from this that we yes, should probably we play. Welcome to XCOM HQ, Commander. I'm Central Officer Bradford. My role in this project is twofold. Providing tactical support for our field operations and keeping you briefed on the current situation. He's, he's actually like a, a pretty constant presence through the game. And, you know, as, as I deride like, oh, you're a character in the sci-fi reboot of a, of a strategy series. It actually does have characters, but they're all sort of incidental yep. to the plot. Um, at, and even though they're constantly there, you know, they, they, they really kind of add a texture to the game, but they don't get in the way of the game. Which I think is pretty great. You beat this game, right, dude? I did. Yeah, that's, that's no small achievement. This is not an easy game by any well, stretch. Well, if you're of playing it on like hardcore, 
I don't know. I kind of I have difficulty What's, with it. What is it? Is it classic? What's the thing? There's Iron Man. Yeah, that's the one where I think they save after every turn, so you can't. Right, and and all deaths are permanent. Mm-hmm. Well, all, all deaths are permanent anyway. Right. But, uh, you can always quit and restart, which exactly. I did quite a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I I was very pleased that I I was able to take my the the one survivor from the mission at the beginning where everybody but one guy dies, and I took him all the way to the end, and he was the the one who finally saved the day. Like that was wow. a, a cool little meta narrative I created, and that's one of the reasons that XCOM was so great. Yeah. It's because it lets you craft these little meta narratives. That 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 was the same thing that the early games did, where you just sort of right. attach personalities and and uh, storylines to these people that weren't there. I do like that because that means that I wound up on a lot of people's teams, and so I would constantly get texts and tweets mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, you just died!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "That's yeah. so tragic. How did I die? You were shot in the face." Oh, it sucks, man. It's like but the perfect episode of like SVU or whatever, where like you actually get killed, and there's this cloud of text from dozens of people saying you're dead, and it's like uh-huh. we can't narrow it down. It's these crazy gamers. How did she die? They're all saying they killed her. Somebody knows. We're gonna get to the bottom of they this. They all say she was killed by aliens. And they're what? all fat shut-ins with like weird disorders that don't do anything because they're gamers no. on SVU. I yeah. was on. I was on very attractive people's list. I don't actually know. I was. People on Twitter were telling me that I died on their teams. How'd she die? Oh, we don't know. She was a gamer. Yeah? <laughs> we don't well, know. game over. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Michael uh, just put on shades. That was so weird. <laughs> I did. did While leaning back to screen. <laughs> and the who is in here playing for some reason. I am going to have to edit that part like crazy <laughs> just to make you not blow out our eardrums. Yay. Yay. There were other characters, too. Mm-hmm. Commander. With this research complete, my staff and I currently have nothing to study. I would like to ask your permission to autopsy the alien cadavers retrieved from your last two field operations. I'm sure you would agree that if we're going to defeat the aliens, we must understand their physiology. Yeah, that's that's Dr. Valen. Yeah, it is. <laughs> who's kind of slightly creepy. And the other characters comment on her creepiness. But she gets shit Done. <laughs> Grim scenes into it. So. Yes. She would like to study something. <laughs> I would like uh, yeah. to torture the aliens. And, <laughs> and then she does, and then you get cool technology out of it. Yes. So, sure. Aww, yeah. It's great. It was one of the things, too, where it's one of those few games where it's like, I don't know. Well, not one of those few games. That's an overstatement. But the aliens are totally unsympathetic. They're just like oh, horrible yeah. killing machines with no cultural society that uh-huh. are just out to annihilate you. And it's just like, well, yeah. better kill you all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, which... I, I'd be in favor of torture if, like, they were going to blow up a school and also I could get some really cool technology out of it first. <laughs> that's that's the key to moment, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, XCOM, pretty fantastic. Unexpected, too, because it was one of those yeah. games where it's like I did, I don't know, I was totally I think, caught up in the hype with the other game, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this looks terrible. And then yeah. that one came out, and I was like, wow, this is extremely yeah. good. I think it's another case like Human Revolution where everyone was expecting it to be, like everyone was very suspicious, mm-hmm. cautiously optimistic, but suspicious that it was going to be terrible. And then when it came out and it was amazing, and it's like it's amazing for all the reasons that I liked the first one, mm-hmm. then, yeah, that, that was a pretty huge accomplishment. So congratulations, XCOM, for bringing your... Declining franchise back from eleven years of death. <laughs> and my last note: underrated multiplayer. Game. Uh, yeah, oh. multiplayer. That game is that not was bad. actually really fun. It's pretty. There's some cool ideas there. Mm-hmm. That's I agree. The enemy is testing our capabilities, Commander. We've gotten reports of simultaneous attacks in two different countries. We can only respond to one. 
I do like that aspect of the game. Yeah. Like I said, I'm, yeah. I haven't played it yet. I do plan on it at some point. But I do like that you really have to choose. Like right. you, when you help one country, you'll get resources and all this stuff. But you, the country you don't help will start panicking. And then if they their panic reaches a certain level, they'll drop out of the war altogether, pull their funding, pull their resources, and you lose enough country support, you lose the game. Yeah. Like I mm-hmm. think that's very cool. Well, it's like I hate Russia in real life, so it's like, of course. <laughs> so why, why would you them? help them? <laughs> hey, we might probably not have Russian listeners. <laughs> Hello, Mother Russia. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the opinions really of Michael Grimm do not reflect the opinions of Vigigan Fockless <laughs> radio <laughs> podcast show. Uh, I think I think when I was playing, I just lost the support of Australia and was like, "I'm doing really well, no. guys. Don't you want to come back?" And they're like, "Nope, we'll fight aliens on our own." Thank you very much. You lost out no. on all of that boomerang tech. Yes. Australia is cool. They just have giant spiders, and I'll never go there because of that. <laughs> Kangaroo cavalry. Plus, they have <laughs> so many rabbits there, and I'm afraid of rabbits. Mm. Huh, that's yep. They have rabbit-proof fences. Oh, good. Well, I think one rabbit-proof I need those fence. everywhere. They also have a movie that's really sad called Rabbit-Proof uh-huh. Fence. Follow the Rabbit-Proof Fence? Well, no, the movie's just called Rabbit-Proof Fence. Right. The book's called Follow the Rabbit-Proof uh-huh. Fence. I'm getting way off topic. <laughs> Watership down? What? <laughs> yes. Watership down. Watership down. <laughs> Beautiful. That Again, game, a little course, misleading, but... Uh, <laughs> that game, of course, is Street Fighter. Yes. <laughs> Street Fighter, everybody. King of Fighters. Street Fighter is so good. 2013. King of Fighters for the Street Fighter. Fighters for Street. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, that's the most recent yeah. Mortal Kombat game. The 2011 Mortal Kombat game. Yes. Following um, on the heels of, uh, of Mortal so Kombat much bullshit. DC Universe. Uh, uh, decades of garbage. Not uh, garbage. Uh, there were not some decades okay, either. <laughs> there were some okay games in there. And, and actually it was decades. The first one came yeah. out in what, 92? Well, I was, when we were talking about this, I kind of mapped out with my fingers. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll you try did to a, do the same a... thing with my voice. Okay. It's like, my <laughs> perception of the Mortal Kombat franchise is Mortal Kombat! Mortal Kombat 2! Mortal Kombat 3! Mortal Kombat 4! <laughs> Mortal Kombat 5! Mortal Kombat 6! Mortal Kombat Armageddon! Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe! Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Yay, Yay! That was very beautiful. Nice to go. But That's about Sub Zero Legends or whatever. Special Forces. Those were awful. There were three of those spin off uh, games, only one of them was good, and that was Shaolin Monks. I never I'll played take Shaolin Monks. <laughs> yeah. Shaolin yeah, Monks was basically like two player God of War. Um, but I, I enjoyed it, and you could play a Scorpion in Sub Zero. And it just had them stand in for Liu Kang and uh, Kung Lao and didn't change their dialogue at all. <laughs> okay. Uh, but anyway, that we're not talking about that. No. We're talking about Mortal Kombat 9. 2011. And it uh, it rebooted the first three games, which is mm-hmm. great because those were the three best yeah. in my opinion. And it did it in canon, too. Yes. That, um, the storyline, do we want to play the clip first or do, should I explain this first? I'll play it first. Okay. Lord Raiden, what is wrong? Strange visions. Your amulet. It is nothing, Liu Kang. The tournament begins. So basically, do you it want to? It has begun. Yes. Uh, so the the plot of the game is that Raiden or Raiden, rather, I should say, who looks exactly like James Remar, which <laughs> is fantastic for like those who've seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> Uh, he is at the end of Armageddon. The Battle of Armageddon. Yeah, the well, Mortal Kombat Armageddon, and it just completely retcons uh, DC Universe out of the picture. Thank 
But uh, Shao Kahn is about to kill him, and so at the, at the last second, he sends a vision back in time that gives the uh, Raiden at the beginning of Mortal Kombat 1 a vague vision of the future and what's to come and what he, you know, that he, he just vaguely knows what it is and knows that he has to do something to prevent it. And so what follows is sort of a retelling of the original three-game storyline, but with changes because Raiden kind of knows what's going to happen. He kind of knows what's going to happen. And the whole game is, I believe, 16 chapters long, and it's broken up into three acts. Mm -hmm. So there are characters from the first game, uh, I believe Liu Kang, Sonya Blade, those types of characters are, are in the first yeah, Johnny uh, the Cage. first act. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Barack is also, I think he's like one of the first people you fight, which is strange. He's one of the first people. But you also, like in, uh, in Sonya's campaign, you fight... Uh, Melina and Katana, and they're in the second game. So you guys really split well, there's, here. There's really one campaign. <laughs> yeah, there, there's and, one campaign, it is, but it's it's really long. It's really involved, and it's probably the best Mortal Kombat it is movie very ever good. made. That's yeah. a fair statement. It's mm -hmm. also, I would argue, the best single player mode of any fighting game ever. Yeah, yeah, it's a great as a guy that's played a shit player. a lot of fighting games. You can say shit ton. I can say shit ton. You can okay. say shit fuck ton. Shit fuck ton. As you guys played a shit fuck ton of fighting games. Shit fuck ton was my favorite town in Fallout 3. <laughs> <laughs> Poop everywhere once you blew that place up. Uh, <laughs> people standing around and there sort of myself. looks like they're humping poop and oh, you're not God, sure if no. it's a, you're not sure if it's a glitch because no. they're sort of flopping everywhere. No. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, I remember when this game came out, I was an absolutely like foaming at the mouth rabid Street Fighter fanboy so I kind of hated on it unnecessarily but it, it's a good game it's a good fighting game and especially from a western developer that's such a rare thing you never see good fighting games that come from the west they're always still Japanese fighting games and this one was really good it had a lot of good mechanics and systems in it if you're into super nerdy stuff like that and the single player was really good and they really put a lot of effort into making it fun to play by yourself which is weird to me as a guy that pretty much, the only reason you play a fighting game to me is to play against other people, but for a lot of people, that's not the case, and this game really yeah, captured. Yeah, for me, for example. One thing, Most people, really. <laughs> yeah. One thing I didn't like about the single-player story campaign thing, you could not do fatalities. I know it doesn't fit in with the story, uh, yeah. but I played, like, six hours of that game. I, had there, the, like I got a, the Vita version. Weren't there a couple like, points where it was, like, specifically called for, I or you think, couldn't do them at all? No, I don't... I, from what I remember, I wasn't able to do it at Actually, all. Actually, I think you might be right. Yeah, so like I spent six hours with this game, playing the Vita version like on public transportation. Never did a single fatality. I was like, I finished that, and I'm like, I'm done with this game. I traded <laughs> it in. Never did a single fatality in that game. Oh, yeah. I love That's... I love the fatalities. In that oh, game. yeah, they're so good. They're so, those and the x-ray moves are just... I love ultra-violent mm -hmm. stuff. I remember, and like, even the... so good. There's that Noob Saibot one, and, like, even The Daily Show uh, had to run a clip of, like, Noob Saibot splitting into two and then, like, grabbing Sonya by the legs and, like, wishboning her. <laughs> oh, my God. There are so many good ones. Sonya actually, uh, she... One of her fatalities is she rips a person in half with her legs. Hmm. She just she goes into a handstand and and grabs a person with her legs and rips them in right. half. Right, that's her, and her classic so throw. But yes. then, yeah, she's yeah. One, yeah. One of the funnier things about that too is that I watched a lot of tournaments of fighting games, <laughs> including Mortal Kombat, and Nerd. it's actually uh, uh, it's bad taste to do a fatality because it wastes time. It ah. takes too much time to watch the animation, so everybody's like, "Finish him," and they just punch him to make him fall down, <laughs> so you can get through the brackets Whatever. faster. So Even if you do a roundhouse no. kick, that's semi-disrespectful. That's that's <laughs> sort of like. 
playing a shooter online and then like setting all the the, the graphical settings to the lowest so yes. that it runs as fast as possible. It's like you're taking out some of the joy of playing the game. I had a friend who played the original Team Fortress, not Team Fortress 2. He did the same thing where basically he removed all textures and everything from the game. So all you could see was like a polygon that was the gun you were holding. <laughs> all the bullets were tiny polygons and everything was just colored, colorless, textureless polygons so that he could have maximum frame rate. And I was like... <laughs> This is also a guy that would literally lock himself in his room for days at a time and no one would hear or see from him and then he would crawl out and go to work. That sounds horrible. Oh he, was a, he was an extreme guy. <laughs> <laughs> horrible way to play a game, horrible existence. <laughs> <laughs> he was really good at Team Fortress. <laughs> I bet he was. Good boy. Uh, but one of, the, one of the cool things about the storyline was that because Raiden had this sort of future knowledge, things would uh, pan out differently. Yes. Uh, not always in the way that he intended. Uh, and if we can spoil a two-year-old game, if not, uh, maybe scrub ahead right now. Yeah, scrub ahead by like 30 uh, seconds. Yeah, or, or like one, two minutes. Yeah. Um, Sub-Zero, for example, is the one who gets turned into a robot, not... Uh, Cyber Sub-Zero? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, I, is, it, is it Cyrax who escapes or Sector? I forget. I, forget. One I of think them it's Cyrax. Cyrax is the nominally good guy. And everybody dies, pretty much, including... Well, let's, let's just hear it. This was not meant to happen. What did you do? Liu Kang, forgive me. You have killed us all. <laughs> that's, and then he orgasms and, yeah, and he's dead. That's Raiden having accidentally killed Liu Kang. Yeah, he accidentally yeah. fried the crap out of him. Uh -huh. <laughs> because the thing is, like, he keeps saying, like, oh, we need to change this, we need to change this. And everything he does results in, like, the worst possible outcome. Yeah. And the Earth heroes... He's not so good at this just, game. They, they continue having faith in him up to this point where they're like, okay, fuck it, we've, we've followed you for long enough, you've gotten us all killed. I think by that <laughs> point, it's literally just Johnny Cage and Sonya that are still alive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, And, and there's, there's one point where it's just like, everybody gets cornered in a church and massacred. Yep. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's weird. In, in my playthrough, Liu Kang died by having a Mortal Kombat 2 arcade machine dropped on him. <laughs> nice, nice. My, my one complaint about this game, and it's just sort of a franchise thing in general, is that I know that we all grew up with this game, so it does have this built-in place in our heart. Mm -hmm. But if you take like half a step back from this game, it is beach ball titted women ninjas, <laughs> robot cyber ninjas, other ninjas, a bunch of douchebag idiots that look like they got ripped out of the mid-90s and thrown <laughs> into their current era. And it's all just so ridiculous and well, awful yeah, looking. You're part saying of the all these things, and I'm wondering what's wrong with everything you just said? But no, seriously, I, I've always loved the Mortal Kombat series. I, I uh, Well, I didn't like 2 because Sonya wasn't in it, but <clears throat> it was still a great game. Mm. And, uh, well, she was in it. She was just she sort was of in it, but she wasn't standing playable. in the background. She was all chained uh, up, wrestling in the with her bonds, doing yeah. her whole slave Leia thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but always been my favorite character. She was the first female in the whole series. If anybody did not know that, um, she's the only woman in the game. In number one, the only but, yeah, woman in gaming. She's the only. One. She's the only woman in gaming. She's the only woman in my heart in gaming. No, that's not true. Yeah. I have plenty of ladies. Chun, in my heart. Chun Li is just Sonya with uh, with a wig. Yeah, and massive. Thighs. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Actually, has prosthetic thighs in that one. <laughs> yeah. 
Augmented yeah. thighs. Yeah. 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 She didn't ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't ask for this, Dave. <laughs> I didn't ask for thighs. Someone make an XCOM reference, all right? <laughs> uh, aliens. Good. Sectoid. Done. Autopsy. <laughs> say, Good. It, say it in British so uh, you get a Tomb Raider reference. <laughs> God, blimey! Autopsy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> all right. Uh, I think we're, we're pretty much done with this. Yep. So uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we'll probably talk about some current events and new releases. Stay tuned. Sonya wins. Fatality. I want to tell you all about Audible, who's sponsoring the show this week and has a special offer for Video Game Apocalypse listeners. Those who know me know that I spend a lot of time listening to audiobooks during my commute, but audiobooks can be expensive, and if you buy them as CDs, they can be pretty bulky. But you can cut down on the bulk and the price by going to audible.com VGA and getting a free audiobook and 30-day trial on us. You could get For Whom the Bell Tolls, narrated by Campbell Scott. Or American Gods by Neil Gaiman, or George R. R. Martin's entire Song of Ice and Fire series. For that matter, if there's ever a classic that you've been dying to read but haven't quite been able to bring yourself to, you can get it there and have somebody read it to you. It's all there, and you can take your pick at audible.com VGA. Hey everybody, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. If you are, there are a few ways that you can support us to keep it going. You can go onto iTunes and subscribe to us. You can uh, rate our podcast and, and leave a review for us. You can go to our site and you can leave comments on our page or in the forums, lasertimepodcast.com. Or if you really like challenging yourself, vidjagameapocalypse.com. Have fun with that. <laughs> Uh, you can also go to lasertimepodcast.com, uh, buy stuff through the Amazon links. Yes, that uh, all helps us. You can find the donate button and uh, use that to kick us a little bit of cash directly. If you do that, make sure you add a note saying it is for Vigigame Apocalypse. You can type in Vigigame Apocalypse or just VGA. It's all very appreciated. We've already had a few donors and uh, we thank you all. We love you so much. Yes, thank you very much. And you can also help by telling a friend. Yeah. To, to go listen to us. Send tell, them a link. Tell all your friends. Tell Work it into every tell conversation. Tell your grandparents, because I guarantee yeah. they will love this. <laughs> and uh, above all, you know, come comment, post on our forums, let us know what you think. Let us know if there's anything you don't like or that you do like that we should change. Yeah. And uh, don't forget to vote in the poll from the last week's episode. We're still going to have that going for a little while. So, you know, if you feel strongly about our debates, make sure you mention that uh, in a comment or whatever. And also our store has stuff in it now. So if you're yeah. a dude or a lady, we've got things for you. Uh, we recently added some Veggie Game Apocalypse it, items. They they look hot, guys. So, oh, yeah. you know. So hot. You will be you will be the talk of the town, the local style horse. Yep. Clothes horse? Clothes? Uh, I'm confused. Fa- fashion fashion horse? Fashion horse. Yes. Back to the show.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, we've got some shit storms on the radar to talk about. Um, might have to do with simulated cities. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about some new releases. And probably the biggest one for uh, console gamers this week is God of War Ascension. The worst kind of gamer, huh, my dad? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. Rude. Um, God of War Ascension, I've been playing quite a bit. I will say this, it's very pretty, it's fun, and it is my least favorite God of War to date. I think it is much less enjoyable than literally all the other ones. Even the PSP games? Even the PSP games. Wow. Um, it's much prettier. It's definitely the prettiest God of War, but... I don't care so like, much about pretty. You, you will just kind of... What was it? I, I, somebody was talking uh, the other day about how you'll be going through at one point and you'll be riding a giant mechanical snake as it uh, slithers through the air above really pretty mountains. And yeah, makes sense. And like the camera will pull way back and, and show you fighting on top of this snake. And you'll be like, this is an amazing snake. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, no, I get, I get it. I get uh -huh. it. It makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just, I think uh, this is the lightest on story that the series has ever been. And I guess I didn't realize what an important part of it that was because it's like I don't really feel any motivation here even Kratos doesn't seem that into what he's doing uh, I don't get why I'm going to this place and doing this stuff I don't get why these furies are harassing me this is just kind of a game I want to be done with soon do you think that it's so light on story because they were so heavily focused on multiplayer uh, I don't really get the sense that single player necessarily suffered because of multiplayer. I think they sank a lot well, of effort into it. Well, clearly it did suffer. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, it, it's it, there's it's just there's nothing wrong with it except that it's just kind of meh. You know, it's it's just sort of bland. There isn't really a lot of feeling of event, but it's very fine tuned. They what clearly did put a lot of work into the environments and the graphics. What else can Kratos go through? I mean, at this point, could they possibly continue his story at all? I think they probably could. I'm not sure that it needs to be continued after this. I don't this. think I want it to Second. be continued. <laughs> I was done yeah. after three. Well, it's so. it's also like, especially at the beginning, it feels like a more technical fighter than God of War should be. Um, I mean, God of, God of War should be about mashing on buttons and stomping through yeah. enemies and feeling like the ultimate badass at all times. Ripping their eyes out. And there are parts where it's like, I actually have to, to block and and think and, and move quickly. You know, that's, the, you know, that fine, that's good game design. That's not what God of War is. And I'm just not into this at all. God of War shouldn't try to be Devil May Cry because Devil May Cry is Devil May Cry. And it does that rather well. It does. Yes, it does. It also got a DLC. Yeah, we'll, yes. we'll talk about we that. We can talk about it in a bit. Oh, yeah. I guess we can talk about that right now. Yes. Or, unless you have more to say about God of War. Um, God of War Ascension, wait for the reviews. It's all right. Uh, if, you're, if you're a serious God of War fan, you'll probably enjoy it. I'm... I'm a very serious God of War fan, I should say. I gave God of War 3 a 10 when I reviewed it for Games Radar. I absolutely loved it. I think it's a much better game than Ascension is. Would it make... I hate saying this. Would it make more sense for it to drop in price a little bit? Uh, maybe. Like, Yeah, I could see paying 40 bucks for this. All right. Yeah. Probably somebody at Sony's listening right now and fuming uh, to <laughs> high heaven. But uh, Well, to take some of the flack off of you, I feel mm -hmm. that, that, that that franchise and that character is uh, perpetuated because Sony is so desperate for a hardcore mascot that they're going to keep flogging this horse until it's yeah. beyond dead. Well, and then actually I take back what I said earlier that there is nothing wrong with it because there, there are several places throughout the game where it kind of feels like the cameras, the, the game is so obsessed with showing you like this massive spectacle and it's like, ooh, we're going to make you feel really tiny in this really huge environment 
or whatever, and it pulls the camera so far back you can't really tell what's going on. And then it occasionally will pan the camera away from Kratos while you're fighting, and it's like this, I, you know, I, I can just hammer on buttons and know I'll probably be okay, but... How does the time mechanic work? Like, does that end Life up... Life cycle? Um, yeah, you how get does that, that end up fitting in? I think you get that more than midway through the game. Oh, and, so past where you are? Yeah, and what it is is when you, when you attack people with it, you uh, it just basically sends them floating into the air in slow motion, and then you can just uh, wail on them. Uh, you can also <laughs> age objects in yeah, the game. Yeah, there's a lot of puzzles and a lot of places where you have to like open up paths by... <laughs> "Quote unquote healing objects." So you like come by a collapsed bridge, you use life cycle, and you can rebuild the bridge and walk across it. There's other places where it's a little more complicated, where like you have like a giant wheel, and you have to uh, move the shattered pieces of it around and like stop it midway through, and then you like you pull a switch, and then you put them back the way they were, and then that allows you to hop up to this other place, and then you reassemble it, and it's, it's kind of complicated. He's a reverse farmer in those one mini games where he's trying to make uh, rotten fruit <laughs> fresh sure. again to sell to artisan stores. That would be that would be kind of <laughs> awesome. Kratos put on a little farmer hat and took a bushel of uh, formerly rotten strawberries to like uh, some boutique. Perfect. There was a very brief a show bodega. about that exact thing. Oh uh, yeah, about yeah. Kratos putting on a farmer's hat. <laughs> no, about a man who brought dead fruit back to life so he could make pie. Really? Yeah. That sounds horrifying. I think it had Zoe Deschanel in it. You sure this wasn't a dream you had? <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it wasn't. If anybody knows the name of the show I'm talking about, please say something. Cause <laughs> Right, send an essay. I don't remember being terrible. I guess I don't know. Here's a game apocalypse. Here's a redundant. Uh, or that's here's an old joke I've been sitting on that I can finally make because you mentioned Zoe Dashnell. Oh, What's okay. the world's most redundant term? Zoe Dashnell, real doll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I think she's cute. She is. She's adorable. Mm, yeah. She looks like a real doll. I get it. She doesn't have much her of a personality. Her soulless, glassy eyes. That's, Neither does yeah. God of War Ascension. Oh, well, See, right, this ties right back into Kratos. I knew there was a reason I was having sex with that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 oh, I can only offer an... I know, right? <laughs> what else came out this week? Um, probably the biggest thing is StarCraft II Heart of the Swarm, or Fart of the Storm, as we call it for some reason. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Well done. Yes, yes, there we go. I, I handled that joke with uh, <laughs> directness and straightforwardness <laughs> and all the professionalism that such a joke demanded. Hey, StarCraft 2 is still really good, though. Is it? I'm looking forward to playing this game. All I right. played a lot of the first one. I made earnest, or second one, I made earnest mm-hmm. attempts to do the multiplayer. Well, not, the first, not second possible. one. First, second one. Yeah. This is the second one. Don't try and play one. the multiplayer in this game. No? Unless you're a 13-year-old that has the time, acumen, and uh, drive to do such a thing, because it is one of the most brutal online hmm. games I've ever played. The last time I ever played a Blizzard game online was World, was uh, Warcraft 3, mm-hmm. and I just remember like getting to the point where it's like, all right, I'm... You know, producing my first warrior units, and now I'm being swarmed by like a dozen fucking night elf centaurs that just are tearing my shit to pieces. Uh, how how did you do this in That's, literally five minutes? It's because your build order is terrible. You mm-hmm. suck, and you're awful. Yeah, all those. <laughs> and they'll let you true. know that too in those terms. Yeah, yeah. 
Actually, harsher terms. Than harsher that. terms. But the single player in that game, I think, is good enough to actually justify any kind of purchase on it. I don't That's have true. to tell you to purchase that. If you're no. even vaguely you're, interested, you've already, you've probably already bought, bought it. it. Exactly. <laughs> By the time, even though it comes out, well, it comes out the same comes day out the as day our podcast. That we, yes. Uh, posting this, yes. You will have somehow bought it yesterday. Yeah. To tell you hmm. how legitimately interested I am in that game, I've been watching YouTube videos lately, and they've been running pre ads for Heart of the Swarm. Mm-hmm. I watched Here. the entire ad. I'm like, wow. well, yes. to be fair, I did wow. that too. Yeah, right. <laughs> that and the uh, Game of Thrones season teaser, because I'm like, yeah, give me more of that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see if uh, I think like two or three years ago they somebody apparently leaked the ending online or like yeah. a, a very rough cut of it. I'm interested to see if that's true. Yeah, huh? or if if, it, if that's the actual ending. Or Blizzard had to rework it as a result of the leak. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's uh, <laughs> Kerrigan's just like, I have to go back to my home planet now. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> slowly rises up and you're like, well, that was a very unsatisfying uh, resolution to the Zerg plot line. What, what, Hopefully the Protoss will be yeah. better. I've already pre-ordered the next one. <laughs> <laughs> It'll come out in five years. And I'll be waiting. Hmm. When did StarCraft II come out originally? Was that like 2010? Two years ago. Yeah, oh, okay. that sounds right. Wow, that's a long wait. That's a long time to wait between what are basically expansion packs. Yeah. Well, it's one of those games where I think if you factor in the multiplayer, which is probably one of the best multiplayers in the genre of the idea of multiplayer, it makes sense. Because hmm. I mean, the single player campaign I think in that game is worth the worth the buy in price. I don't think it's totally rational to dismiss it as like oh well this is just an expansion pack to this thing because you're not going to be playing as the thing you played as before at all in the previous one that yeah, was weird you can play as all three races in the multiplayer but you can only play as one race in the single player yeah. campaign so it's, what you're saying it's racist sure okay sure. let's go with that <laughs> yeah. okay cool racist racist concluding right. point starcraft is racist Engage. moving on uh, <laughs> yes <laughs> Also at this week, Liberation Maiden on iOS. Hey, uh, yeah, probably go, Android too. Somebody said that. we. We don't know if it's good. Oh, I don't know if it's good. I, I don't yeah. have a 3DS. I, I've played so. a little bit of on 3DS. I've played a bit, a little bit of it for like a but, minute. You know, support Suda Fifty One and Level Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, do those things. I it's mean, only four ninety nine. Come on. I, I just want to say also, if it is on Android, yay Android, because somebody said we shit on Android too much. Oh uh, yeah, Android. I. No people who I'm, like your things. I'm totally indifferent <laughs> to Android, honestly. If, I if, don't Android. If we were shitting on it, it was somebody else. That's what's weird to me is that it's like, I have an Android phone and I love it. Everything about it's great. But I never, ever, ever play games on it, ever. You play games on your iPad Touch? I have an iPod, iPod Touch. touch. <laughs> iPad Touch. And that's what yeah. I play the games on. I is don't there know such a thing is. as a non-touch iPad? <laughs> an iPhone pad. <laughs> iPad manual. <laughs> iPhone iPad mini. with buttons? <laughs> yes. just, it's just a keyboard. iPhone <laughs> the mini screen. and iPad Touch. It's a MacBook, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, what else? What else? Um, Metal Gear Rising got some yeah. PS3 exclusive DLC. And it's free until April 3rd if you really like VR missions. It adds 30 mm. new VR missions to the game. Yeah, but that's so it. I, I pretty much I played one and then I didn't play any of the others. But it's free. Yeah. So you can't really complain. Considering they sold a whole disc of those things for PS1 back True. in the day. Which I purchased. Yeah, so download that and you won't get the stupid add-on disc next year of only VR missions. Yeah, for go, ahead and, go ahead and download that while it's <laughs> yeah. free. Yeah, prevent that, that other horrible game from coming <laughs> out. Uh, and Mass Effect got some DLC. Yes. I don't know if it was this week or last week. No, it was the last week. Last yes. week. But none of us have played it last week. None of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, none of us. So the Citadel. I've, one of us has played an hour last week. Is it your favorite Citadel in the Citadel? Yes. It's my favorite I DLC in all of up. the Citadel. Nice. But, uh, you know, I, I, I've only played an hour so, so far, and it doesn't start off strong. 
for a, a DLC that's about fan service, mm. the first hour is you guiding uh, Commander Shepard through an empty apartment where uh, Anderson has left a bunch of his audio files talking about uh, his <laughs> uh, his like military service, and then you are stuck in a, a bunch of combat situations where you have to employ stealth, and you're fighting alone, and you have a pistol. <laughs> but apparently after that, it picks up, and you get to have all these cool, like, reminiscing moments with everyone. Um, they bring back one of the uh, the characters from Mass Effect 1 who was uh, absent in 3. Hmm. Uh, well, that, from a combat situation, so. Does everyone uh, who died in your party manifest in clouds and you can have conversations with them? Ghost talks. <laughs> it's like, I'm so happy you're in heaven, Garrus. Yes. They, they... <gasps> you killed Garrus? I've never played three. Yeah. <laughs> I still have to finish two. I'm one. Monster. Like, I. I no, I, I wouldn't kill I wonder Garrus. how this DLC works if you had, like, the worst. Mass Effect you ever and everyone in your party died. <laughs> I tried to kill everyone in my party. It would be it's very really short, hard to do. Yeah. Because there's so many, like, a lot of the people that you run into are people that could have died into if you just really shit the bed. So I tried like, so hard. To <laughs> shit the bed? I couldn't even kill Jamie. <laughs> it's really easy. <laughs> you just have to have no motivation to hate yourself. <laughs> How many times have you done that? I'm just but are you? Yes. <laughs> good, good. As I'm trying to use more sound effects, and that's my shitting the bed <laughs> so, noise, I guess. So would you, you'd recommend it then? You'd recommend people buy that? Mm, well, mm. At, the, at the point that I'm at, no, but it's like fan service, and I mean, I think it's 15 bucks, so it is on the expensive side. But if you've been spending, you know, five years getting, you know, Building relationships with all the crew members in the Mass Effect series, and this is like this is the final goodbye you'll have to, mm -hmm. to all these characters. Aww, Technical question. You just made me sad. So if I was interested, if I've already beaten the game with the character I imported, can I restart a campaign and play the game through again with all the DLC with that same character, or is it done? Well, it's like all of the other DLC that's come out after since Mass Effect Three has come out, where as long as you have that save right before, uh, like the. the the final run against right, the, right. Um, that ninja dude or whatever. whatever Kai Lang. Kai Lang, yes. So as as long as you have that save before that mission, then that's where you can... And does it up. scale towards wherever you're at? You're at? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Because I'm interested in replaying it because I've never played any of the DLC and this one feels like this is the last one I'm going to buy the whole bundle and just replay it. But Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's the best. I mean, I really liked the, uh, the one from Ashes. Yeah, yeah. that's with the collector well, guy. Yes. yes. Yeah. Did you play the Leviathan and uh, what was the other one that came out? Omega. Omega. That's eh, Omega's not super great. Really? It doesn't add anything to. Because I played Leviathan, that was good. Yeah. I yeah. Uh, Omega doesn't add anything to like the other crew members, mm. and I don't know. Leviathan is cool. Like, there's some cool set pieces, but from Ashes. Just it introduces the biggest a hole character. God, he was such a. Dick. I just love how mean he is. I to, brought him uh, to the Solarian homeworld with me. That yes. was funny. Just take uh. him on every. I, I think once I got him, I just took him and Liara on every mission because he will troll Liara. The the he trolls the shit yes. out of her. It's great. <laughs> Basically, just tries to make nice. her cry. 
That's a, this is my only option to bring it up, too. But I downloaded the new multiplayer Mass Effect 3 expansion pack that came out last week. You can play as a collector, and you can also play as a Krogan warlord who has a huge hammer, and he's seven feet taller than every other character. And it's really fun. You're just this big guy with a hammer that just he swings the hammer twice, then just smashes it down in front of him like a big barbarian idiot. Yep, that's what I want out of my sci-fi RPG shooters. Play the multiplayer, dog. It's no, good. I won't. I'm a little, well, even though is, everybody it says is it's really wonderful. fun multiplayer. <laughs> even though you're, I'm wrong, I don't even I like no multiplayer, weapon. and I like that multiplayer. I don't like interacting it, with other human beings. Do it's I have free. to get very far in Mass Effect Three before I play it? No, I can just pick it up without having touched Mass Effect 3's single player. And yeah, why yes. not? But um, playing it, <laughs> like they kind of require that you play it in order to get your war readiness Towards up. the end, yeah. I mean, that, I think that was the biggest hook, was that to get the war readiness up, you were supposed to play the multiplayer Ugh. towards the end. I didn't of the like that, did but that. at least they made the multiplayer really fun. So. And it's, it blows my mind, because it's like it's such a PC thing to do, where it's like you're giving people free updates... Every couple months for a year now, and they're still it's unheard they're of. still doing those weekend yeah weekend challenges the, yeah the weekend every challenges. weekend and it's like that to me is such a great sign for like just that's a, such a progressive mindset where it's like we do have a system where you can pay money to get in game currency and unlock upgrades but that's totally optional you don't have to do that yeah and as a result of just enough people using that to make this profitable free upgrades for everyone they free content free packs shit. and maps and characters is... it's awesome I love it. All right. Also out is what? Darkstalkers. Darkstalkers comes out next week on XBLA, I believe. But that's that's. I'm like, sorry. Today. That's this like week. two of the games in HD versions of like. Mm-hmm. Was it like two and three or one and three? Anybody know? I nope. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I'm a uh, Red Elston. Uh, I don't know the answer <laughs> to this question. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you're at all a fan of 2D fighters, uh, you owe it to yourself to have played that and to buy it, presumably. Darkstalkers. It's a thing. Yeah. Also. Uh, DMC yes. Virgil's Downfall. Speaking yes. of Capcom, DMC yes. DLC. Yes. Mm-hmm. Devil Lay Cry. <laughs> devil Lay Crying. Lay with the devil while it's... While it's <laughs> the French uh, version, Diablo Lay Cry. <laughs> Diavel. Dick Lick City. <laughs> Perfect. Aww. <laughs> Aww. So, uh, yeah, I reviewed this for uh, OXM. Uh, Official mm-hmm. Xbox Magazine mm-hmm. for those of you who do not know the lingo. Uh, you can see the review now. It's on oxmonline.com. I gave it an eight. That was a little bit higher than the average. I think it's been get, getting like a seven on Metacritic. I think is where it's at now. Who it's, gives a shit what Metacritic says? Yeah, fuck off, Metacritic. Mm. Virgil's hot. You mean you don't but, check Metacritic first and then decide who you like? Yeah. I don't buy any games. I fucking hate video games. Well, what happened? Oh, right. Why are you here? That, he shrugged. <laughs> we, yeah, we can't hear you shrug. We can't hear you shrug. Well, I just, review a game, ooh. then I check Metacritic, and then I adjust my score afterwards. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, right, yeah. And then you, come you, back. To you want to make sure that it's in line yeah. with Metacritic, so but, that you don't get singled out and ostracized by people who say you were just trying to stand out from Metacritic. By ostracized are people who will hate me no matter what I do when at any time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's that. There's that. But yeah, I mean, uh, I was just saying like. It, it's been not quite as well received as DMC itself, which, like, I really liked DMC. I gave that a nine when it came out. This it's is great. a great game. Yes, it is quite great. And, like, I appreciate a lot of what Virgil's Downfall does. It gives you a different character. He controls very differently. He's much more nuanced. Does, I can't, like, 
I can't ask too many things without <laughs> spoiling stuff. Does he use the same things that he does in the main game? Like, yes. can he do and, those and, things? And that's a cool thing. I mean, like, because you gradually get to learn all the different things that he uses. All right, cool. In During the things spoiler that, moment that happened. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, during the part where he's really awesome at stuff, <laughs> doing and you're like, oh shit, dog. That don't involve you. What? No. <laughs> oh man, I'm so glad this is happening. <laughs> so yeah, he's cool, and you know the story's all right, but they're just like some parts that don't work. It kind of recycles a lot of settings. One of my favorite things about DMC itself was how every stage was completely different. Totally and they, different. Yeah. They did so many imaginative things, <laughs> and yes, they. Yeah. Don't do that with the DLC, and um, it can get a bit frustrating. It's, I mean, it's harder, but it's also not very fair sometimes. And are you just bad? I'm bad. I'm terrible at it. Great. Oh, okay, good. You're bad like Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. No, not not the good bad. The bad no. bad. <laughs> That's bad meaning bad. Not Michael bad Jackson bad. is also pretty bad at this. Mm-hmm. So well, I don't think he's dead. I think yes. he's got an excuse. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excuses. He's dead. Michael Jackson's dead. Mm. Hey, everybody. Michael Jackson died like two years ago. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> He's pretty dead. VigilGameApocalypse.com. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nine bucks, and you get a lot, you know, for that price. Yeah. And if it's you pre-ordered it, it's beer. free. And it, you know, uh, yeah, if you did. Yeah. Games, GameSpot. Games. What? what? Stop. GameStop. GameSpot is a website. Yeah, Ten years and I'm still confusing this. GameStop is also a website. <laughs> yes, it is. It's just it's... a website that sells games. Yeah. yeah. Badly. <laughs> Never getting that Whoa. sponsorship. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so if you reserved it bump, there, bump, I, I take it back. I'm sorry, El Pork. Don't send me a nasty message. <laughs> they're not as nice as these lovely Turtle Beach brand headsets that we're wearing. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> well, those are Sony headsets. Yeah, they're actually <laughs> Sony. I know they've got deep pockets. (laughs) (laughs) One of the big uh, news stories that I saw recently was they just started talking about the new Dead Space 3 DLC, which actually has me a little bit excited because it looks like they're kind of taking it back to the horror, Isaac is super crazeballs roots of the series. Okay. Uh, It starts out on on Tau Volantis, but Dead Space 3 Awakened DLC. They just released a trailer. I don't know too much about it, but... Basically, it looks like there's a necromorph worshiping cult that Isaac is going after. And just the trailer shows all these creepy humans with necromorph body parts grafted onto them. So necromorphs. But no, it's this... Like necromorph cosplayers. Yes, it's like necromorph cosplayers. They cut off pieces of necromorphs and stitch them onto humans. And and they're all hanging on walls. But it just, it looks super creepy. Isaac gets attacked by his hallucinations. So they're Wekromorphs, basically. What? <laughs> like, you know, a, a wankster. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Wekromorph. But, wow, okay. Maybe that didn't work as well as it did in my head. <laughs> Maybe not, not quite as good. But anyway, this, this actually has me kind of excited. It's coming out. They haven't said at the time of recording when exactly. It will be sometime in March, and it'll be 10 bucks. So not too bad, but it's going to add a couple more hours of story, going to take you back into space or into back into those crowded corridors anyway. And it will deal a little bit with the Necromorph Moon, which you have if you haven't played Dead Space 3 is kind no. of a little spoilery to talk about. So well, I won't. now the whole game's been ruined and I'm not going to finish it. Well, I didn't actually spoil anything. I just <laughs> yeah. said it's a thing that 
is a nope, thing. Nope, now that I know it involves a necromorph moon, uh, the game holds no further enjoyment it's, it's for me. It's a thing, that's a thing. Did they finally reveal that the cultists are Scientologists? That's, <laughs> that's what I'm committing to this. No, they're Unitologists. Whatever. So. <laughs> Boop. Thanks. <laughs> Unis, who cares? Basically, they're supposed to be Scientologists. They're Unitards. I don't think any Scientologists listen to our podcast, so... Tom Cruise does. You know Isaac yeah, Clark's middle true. name is You Hover. know, Tom Cruise is one of the big people who listen to our podcast, so Tom yeah. Cruise, I'm so, so sorry. He's not very big. He's kind of a small man. Oh, he is He short. just took his headphones off and shook his head right now. <laughs> <laughs> his little tiny ears. That's the last his time I support laser Gigantic, <laughs> comically oversized headphones. Yes. <laughs> yeah. One of the other things that was recently announced that I'm super excited for was the Thief reboot. Ah, yes. I am so stoked for that. I love the Thief series. And That'll be sweet. I'm, that's another one I'm really surprised. Like, it's been so long. It's been so long. Since the last and game. I'm like, so it came out around the it's same it's going to be terrible. It came out around the same time as uh, Deus Ex Invisible uh-huh. War. I remember that. Both were put out by Ion Storm, unless I'm yeah. mistaken. Uh, which I probably am. But, uh, no, they were both mm. put out by Eidos. That yeah, was Eidos. That, uh, that apprehension you're feeling is Days XX calm apprehension. I, mean, I know. Like I, I hope it is. Yeah. I hope it is, and not God. This is going to be shit because I already don't really like the uh, the character design I've seen. If that's supposed to be Garrett, it is supposed to be Garrett. Yeah. Is it, is it like a younger Garrett? Is this a reboot? This is a reboot of the series, of course. Uh, and it's him set in the city, which mm-hmm. is where the original games take place. It's just called the city. Sure. Um, but it's like the city. It's a it's a version of the city that's overrun by the plague, kind of like Dishonored is, which mm-hmm. made me think. Looking at that, looking at the plot of the game, they haven't released pretty much anything so far, oh. but I'm a little worried that it's going to be Dishonored. And Dishonored that, was a good game. That was my first so, reaction: is that mm-hmm. Dishonored has really cut itself out of nice niche in that, like, yeah, yeah. It, it still gives you the option of going Rambo mode to a degree, mm-hmm. but it is pretty well done stealth game mm-hmm. that but, is set in a very similar situation yeah. and well, has a very so similar so having a similar thing where you, you're a thief you can be stealth well Dishonored violent, already has a lot of thief's DNA in it because it was yeah. made by some of the same people yeah mm-hmm. it was so and and that really shows. So I, I would say if it ends up being another Dishonored, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I just don't want it be. to be a clone. Just you know, give me give me water arrows so I can douse torches, and uh, <laughs> yeah. give me a really really creepy level set in an old orphanage, and uh, I'll be that's, good. That's my one requirement: is if they're going to do this game, you can't have the Rambo mode sort of stuff. No. in Dishonored. Yeah, mode. you have. Yeah. It, it has to be. It's, it's thief, not thief fighter magic user. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But I mean, I am tentatively excited and also kind of nervous. But I am, I'm, I'm really looking forward. But I do get what you mean by, is that supposed to be Garrett's design? It mm-hmm. seems a little. He's too skinny. He look he oh. like even though he's like completely covered up in the images that I've seen. Like he almost looks too young. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really mind the fact that he looks too young because it is a reboot. It could take place at a different time in his life. But yeah, I do see what you mean. It just doesn't really look like him, but I don't care. I, like Dante didn't look like Dante. So yeah, you know yeah. what? I've learned not to judge characters by their cover. Mm, so. Yeah, fair, fair point. I'm I'd, good I'd, with that. I did like the old Garrett, though, because he, he continually runs counter to what your expectations are of yeah. a video game hero that he's... He's just kind of the stocky dude who hits people over the head. He's yeah. really thuggish. He he doesn't he's in, isn't interested in doing good at all. He's just in it for himself. So Which is great. You mm-hmm. want Garrett to be older and stockier, like yeah. Mrs. Sure. Garrett from the Facts of Life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like Mrs. <laughs> Garrett from the Facts of Life. 
And if he could spend uh, the game uh, mentoring a group of teenage girls, then even better. Hey, take the good, you take the bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. If he gets a, if he gets kind of an upbeat theme song, mm-hmm. I'd like that. That's good stuff. Now I'm imagining Mrs. Garrett like crouch, <laughs> crouch creeping up a set of stairs. I really uh, want that to be a skin and, for the and game. hitting Tootie <laughs> over the head with a sap. Uh. Oh, I want that game so bad. <laughs> Somebody make that game. Um, one of the other things that just recently. Uh, an Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel demo just went live. And I think I said that wrong. Arm, Army of Two, the Devil's Cartel. What did you say? I think I said she Devil's said Cartel. The, she said <laughs> the Devil's Farto. Ah, Devil's Cartel. Um, I actually yeah. played, a demo a few, I played a demo a few weeks ago, and, and I had a lot of fun with yeah. it. I got to rip a man's head off with a knife. Wow. Yeah. Let me it just say. It was awesome. Brett Elson had the best idea for the Army of Two franchise. Uh-huh. You know how there was the synergy between the Mass Effect 3 save and uh, you would get a Mass Effect 3 armor in Dead Space 3? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a thing. I know. Just put the army of two guys in the ME3 multiplayer. They've already got that Battlefield well, 3 character. They just, it's perfect. They have a pre-order DLC where you could get skins for... I'm, I don't even know who they are. They're two rappers, I guess, but two oh, yeah. two hip hop people, and you can get their skins for in the Snoop game. His name is Snoop Dogg. No. Oh my yeah. God. no, but Snoop Dogg does have a game coming out. Does oh. he? Is it Tekken Tag Tournament? It's called Way of the Dog. Oh, he's not Even doing, though he's well, Snoop Lion now. What was now? the one that he was in that was Something a respect, like, fear, respect, and respect. fear and Respect? Yes. yes. It had a cover uh, story on Game Informer. But yes, <laughs> it did have him on the cover of it with that game, and I believe it was canned. It was John Singleton uh, yeah. involved as well. Wow. All right. He Ask me more about John Singleton's <laughs> Snoop Dogg boutique games that were canceled. Clearly, <laughs> its, its aspirations were far too lofty. <laughs> Look, he had to focus his attention on Fast and the Furious 2. They're too fast to furious. Yes. Oh, oh man, it's like I don't even know you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I had to say. Uh, army of I, Two I, looking I, not terrible. Looking, is what you're saying? looking kind of fun. I liked the first Army of Two. Never army played of the two, second devil one. Cartoons. Devil gotcha. cartoon. Devil cartoon. Devil cartoon. The devil's cartography. El, El cartel de Diablo. <laughs> because it's set in Mexico. Army of uh, Two. So just think- like uh, Call of Juarez. Oh. Well, the, <laughs> the cartel. It does kind of oh. have something in common with yeah, and De- Call of War is the cartel, which was awful. Yes, I just I'm gonna put that out there. Terrible game. But this, uh, this you're gonna make a lot making... of enemies off of that bullshit. I know, right? I'm, no. I'm really, really going out on a limb. Visceral is making this one, and while it's a little yeah. bit different than the super over the top broy stuff that we're used mm-hmm. to from Army of Two. Visceral makes a good shooter, yeah. and this yep. still winds up being super over the top. Just slightly less broy, I guess. My biggest problem with Army is two is that of Army of Two is that it winds up in the same headspace as uh Kane and Lynch in my brain, where it's yeah. like third kind person of. shooter with characters I don't like that are ultra violent that I don't like that I don't like that I won't buy their game that I don't <laughs> like. <laughs> I I played Army of Two the first one in in one sitting. I had a co-op partner and we stayed up until three in the morning just to play mm. the game. And then we brought it back. <laughs> I remember that one like the, the one thing I remember about the first Army of Two is that it begins like right after 9-11 Ooh, and yeah. it's just like oh that's a little uh, uh. I don't know how I feel about having that too soon game. too <laughs> soon too soon <laughs> and then they're you know high-fiving and chest bumping mm-hmm. nice one yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm so good at just killing where's terror. my receipt I just want to see Army of Two loose change. <laughs> no, I don't. No, Actually, you don't. I'm back on board, Michael. <laughs> you just sold me. Uh, but 
But other than a new oh, fucking Resident Evil movie announced, that's oh, all I got God, for news. Oh God, another fucking. Well, those things never stop. Nope. It, let me let me guess. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess some spoilers. It stars Mia Jovovich. Yep. As uh, and her husband is still making the yeah, movie. As, so. as Paul yep. Anderson's wife. Yep. Um. Yeah, and it sucks. And I bet it uh, just arbitrarily plucks is things this, from Resident Evil Six. I was gonna say, is this the sixth movie? Oh God, it's probably more than that. I think there've been more movies and games at this point. I don't know. I may have caught up. People were calling this Resident Evil 6 the movie, so I'm like, is this the sixth movie? Gosh, I sure hope she kicks some zombies. Boy, I heard, I sure hope that there's co-op in the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope she kicks a zombie and then gets tired and has to shoot the zombie and then runs out of bullets and has to kick the zombie. That's good. Was that yeah. a gameplay reference? It yes, was. it was. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Anyway, yeah. that movie's going to suck. This Let's move on. This is Game Goodpocalypse. <laughs> this is Vigi Game Goodpocalypse. I think... I think I'm done with news. I don't have anything else to say about. Uh, all right, are we ready stuff. to to talk about uh, community stuff? Community. 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 I love that show. It's well. It's well, the best show. This season. Yeah. Eh. It's funny. There have been some okay. We've managed episodes. some good laughs. All right, so we're gonna answer some questions that you posed us on Twitter. That you posed uh, BR and Lewis specifically so, because I didn't get any because none of you value my opinion and I hate you all. I think it's because <laughs> I posted it on my account and oh, did not actually true. include WikiParis. Right. I should have I just said, please send these to me or WikiParis. No, rookie you know, mistake, you, rookie. You, you handle them. I don't care. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> people are sending me basically all the same question, but we'll talk about that in a little bit when we have from an expert who in won't the room. Send me questions. Can you think of any games where the sequel was better than the original? That's from Ethan E.G. Crazy Bomb Seven Seven Seven. Funny, we you should just say that. talked about that. I think we there you go. About five of them. Your question has already been answered. You are welcome. Well, let me uh, also elaborate. Every racing game ever made. There you go. Sports games. Sports games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think that this whole podca- podcast was uh, dedicated to you this week. So there you yeah. go. We answered your question so good. Also, Assassin's Creed Two way better than Assassin's. Since Creed One. There's another question that uh, kind of tied into something I actually wanted to talk about this week, so I'm glad somebody asked about it. The legalization of marijuana? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Funky student Fenbro42 on Twitter asked, "With this upcoming console gen, do you think we'll see a return to the less easy to get into games, such as certain?" He put this into two tweets, so now I have to find the other one. Kickstarters have already. What? Certain okay. Kickstarters? Certain Kickstarters have already start, seemed to create. Star Citizen, the current Torment Kickstarter, and a few others. So Torment is actually something I wanted to bring up. They broke one million in less than 24 hours. Very wow. impressive. Very impressive. Wait, More like, like Lamescape. Yeah, I was going to say oh. that's Planescape Torment. That is pl- Planescape oh, Torment. Okay. It's the new one, plain, uh, Torment something. Near me. I can't even pronounce the last part. But anyway, very impressive nonetheless. That they have done so well. I think that they, uh, last I checked, they were at $1.7 million, and it's been going for like two days. So, so. what was his question? Will they will we see more games like Planescape in the next I gen? I off my iPad. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Uh, with this upcoming console gen, do uh-huh. you think we'll see a return to the less easy to get into games such as certain Kickstarters have already seemed to create? I don't think he knew I'm, what question he was asking. Yeah, well, well, games that are just, they have a higher sort of Yeah, no, I, I get that, but he seemed to ask too. Is he asking, do you think we'll see a return to 90s PC RPGs? I think that I think that's what he's asking, yes. <laughs> Those are difficult to get into. They Those are, are yeah. pretty difficult to get into. Um, I, I don't know. I kind of think that games have progressed to a comfortable mass market market point where uh, everything is accessible and handholdy and and developers I think a lot of them are 
focused on striking a balance between that and people who just want to jump in and experiment and play a game that's challenging uh, in more ways than just the action's difficult, uh, that, that actually challenges you uh, to understand it and to keep up with it. On the other hand, I think I'm kind of used to that sort of thing. You know, I'm, I'm sort of like if a game doesn't have a tutorial uh, about a certain aspect, I will get upset. Like, <laughs> it's true. I feel like look, look at Assassin's Creed 3, which had the uh, away missions for the assassins that it never even tells you about. You just have to discover them by accident. And everybody was like, why didn't the game tell me about this? I don't understand. <laughs> See, I don't know. That's me. I don't mind that, though. It's like, I don't. I think with the point he's trying to make that makes sense to mm-hmm. me is that it's just like, when you find your yeah. niche, you can make games for hardcore curmudgeons like myself and uh-huh. many other people of my generation, younger generations, that like that kind of thing. And they're not going to have the same AAA production values as something bigger, but it's like, at the same time, that's fun to me. I like exploring and finding things as opposed to the game being like, there are alternate stealth paths that you can take. Here is an example of one. There are also action things you can do. Here is an example of one. Press A to jump. Thank you! (laughs) (laughs) Press up on the thumbstick to move forward. Yeah, I mean, I I bitch about games like uh, Final Fantasy XIII with its 10-hour-long tutorial, but at the same time, I kind of... I don't mind having tutorials in games. I just don't think they need to be 10 hours long. I hate lots of things, but at the same time, I'm more than willing (laughs) to accept that other people like those, and that's fine. I Mm -hmm. don't care. They're just not for me. And I mean, I play hardcore old games or whatever, games like Meat Boy that are just like super punishing and demanding, and I love that shit. That shit is really fun to me. And if somebody else doesn't get it, that's totally fine. I don't care. I realize the games are so big now. There's many different spectrums of players you have to target your stuff to. And I think that when you have this Kickstarter stuff, it's great because it's perfect because it's like, if I have this idea that's not totally marketable, I can get the money to do it and I can find the people that yeah. want it and give it right to them. And it's great. Yeah. It's and perfect. that's exactly what, uh, what Torment did. Yeah. Found its audience and marketed the shit out of itself because it is doing very well. It's like, uh, this was recent too, I think uh, two weeks ago, maybe the Skullgirls, they did an indie go-go that it's a fighting yeah. game. For, yeah. And yeah. oh, I know Skullgirls. Yeah. And it's just a really great example of like a development company with limited resources and extremely limited staff just being like, we want to put two, three new characters in this fighting game and it's going to cost $175,000. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? But then it's like, they break it down. They're like... This is how much this costs. Like we have the animation to do the framework. We have the QA people to test this to make it work. We have all this stuff and they just itemized the list of like, this is how much it's gonna cost us. And we're working really cheap on top of that. And that was awesome to me to see something so transparent like that. Like (laughs) this is how much it costs. Like these games are not cheap. To do this is not an easy thing. And it's Mm -hmm. like, if you crowdsource it like that, you can make it happen. No, and then you're, you're dealing with an audience that thinks that, you know, Getting a GTA made out of their hometown is as simple as sending a map and $50 to Rockstar. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Which I've heard from their PR people have actually done. (laughs) All right. uh, Ghost117 asked, why do you think the PS Vita won't get a price cut? And there's a very simple answer. It will eventually. Mm -hmm. But they're not ready for it yet. It'll probably still be a few more months before we actually see that. I'm guessing by the end of 2013. I think maybe they they might be holding out until like they're they're thinking like when the PS4 hits and we introduce all this new functionality, everyone's going to want one. (laughs) And if we cut the price now, we won't be able to jack it back up and make make actually make a profit off. That is 100 percent correct. How many fake words did I say? Gake make make a gake. Well, like 20 percent of that PS4 uh, announcement. 
Making making bacon pancakes. <laughs> like twenty percent of that PS4 announced though was Vita functionality or cross functionality at least, where they were like, "Hey, this is a thing you can do," and, mm-hmm. and you're totally right. They yeah. don't want to undercut it until they can melt yeah. people that want to buy it. For mm-hmm. PS4 but I'm saying, and watch them cut the price before this episode comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I will eat a, an entire crow in a hat. After <laughs> after the PS4 comes out, maybe maybe close to Christmas, we might see a small price drop. Maybe maybe, but it'll probably only be like yeah. fifty bucks. Yeah. Be my guess first price mm-hmm. drop. You're going to price it competitively with the uh, Wii U gamepad. <laughs> <laughs> Got a few questions from a bunch of people asking if we're going, we have anything planned for PAX East. Answer is no. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope. Rudden, anything? I ain't going to be there. Nope. I nope. got rent to pay. I ain't haul my ass up <laughs> for this shit. Boston. Who wants to go to Boston? I do. I, actually I just don't have really any money wanna, for I it. really want to go to Boston, you guys. You don't even know. If you pay for me to go, I'll go. <laughs> but I Careful. can't afford that shit Kickstart right now. Kickstart my ass to hey, Boston. Hey, kickstart my, my plane trip and room and board hmm. to Boston. And my drinks. <laughs> and oh, If yeah. I'm going to be a totally <laughs> Come on, guys. You awful buy asshole and beg for too. money. <laughs> Pay for my food, yes. flight, room, and drinks. Yeah, let's price that out and start a Kickstarter. Yeah, I, will. I will. Send Video Game Apocalypse to PAX East. Mm-hmm. As long as you're transparent, that's all uh-huh. that I care about. 23 Breach asks, what's the portable game eating away your time as of now? I'm playing Persona 4 Golden still, again. So I like that game a lot. I'm playing really whatever's good. on my iPhone at the time. Uh, Mac Life Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But my, my opinion is going to necessarily reflect those of the magazine. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be playing Liberation Maiden soon. Enough. Fire Emblem Awake. Still so good. Let's see. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Pixel People on iPhone, which is less a game than it is a trap. Okay. It's, it's kind of <laughs> a, an extremely a <laughs> adorable and addictive uh, Facebook-style game where you don't do much aside from tap. But uh, there it is. Right? All right. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Dave? Uh, I'm playing GTA Liberty City Stories because 2006. Ooh. All right. Cool. Uh, I, w- I, w- I want to catch up on every like part of GTA that I've missed mm-hmm. until 5 comes out. So I've got a couple ones. Are you going to play Vice City Stories next? Yes. And I mean, I'm looking Good, forward to that Because more. it's better. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Yeah. Liberty City Stories has taken me a while because it's still the old school GTA Very style school. where like you die, you have to find, you have to go to the mission, you have to... Yeah, no checkpoints, uh, no yeah, no uh, even... God. Like, that, that's one thing I like about the iOS version of uh, Vice City, is that they actually take away that part, and they, they make it so you can at least restart the mission when you die without having to go back from the hospital or whatever to mm-hmm. the, the mission icon and sit through the cutscenes again. So, you know, that's, that's pleasant. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I've also, I've also been playing the crap out of Spunk and Moxie. It's an iOS game, yeah. too. It's a couple bucks, and it's really hard, and it's really good. So you should play it. It's very cute, but don't let that deceive you, because it is really hard. <laughs> Obligatory plug for every Kairos soft game I've ever yeah. made. Oh. All right. Okay. Game Dev Story, uh, Grand Prix Story, anything that's a story at the end of made by Kairosoft <laughs> is worth your money. That's true. What's the new one? Like Beast Island or something? Something like Battle It doesn't Beasties. have story in it. No, it doesn't. Should I play it, even though it doesn't have yes. story in it? <laughs> okay, I will do that. Probably not. <laughs> uh, Flipdoc asks, any reg- any plan to have a regular rotation of guest hosts? Fool, what do you think we're doing? Do you not yeah. listen to this show? <laughs> we have new people on every week. We uh-huh. had Henry. We've got Dave. Michael's not always on. Or Sorry, Michael is. Mike yeah. is not. Mike it's, Grimm is it's not It's weird having on. two Mikes. Grimbo. 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 Grimbo's not always on. T-Bone. 
Grim. What did Eric call you? Cell is not Reaper. <laughs> you were you were Reaper briefly at Games Radar. I remember. Was Naruto that? fan four twenty. Yeah. Yes, that's that's. <laughs> dark Eric, Goku, Eric just Brat- dark anime character. <laughs> Eric Bratcher, our old boss, had nicknamed you Reaper, and it was well, kind of why? That's slightly because Grim. Reaper. Oh shit! I that's get it. what I was called in high school. And oh, vice. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Uh, moment of silence. <laughs> I've endured this pain, <laughs> and now I'm here. Keatster right. thirteen asks, "Who's the fairest of them all, Princess Peach or Daisy, or perhaps Fat Princess?" I love Keegan. Uh, so BBW, Fat Princess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I, I kind of like all right. Daisy a little yeah. more because I, I, she's slightly more obscure than. Toadstool, I mean, or Peach, rather. I think I'm more of a Daisy person myself. Yeah. yeah. Jax from Mass Effect 3. Yeah. Aw, yeah. It's Jack. Jax from Mortal Kombat. I've been playing League Kombat. of Legends. Aw, yeah. Aw, <laughs> yeah. Sonya, Sonya Blade from Sonya. Mortal Kombat. Perfect. All right. Tyler's not here, so Cammy from Street Fighter. Oh, there yeah. you go. Aw, yeah. Uh, let's see. Can I write Cammy in? Yeah. Uh, Harshan? Oh, let's... Uh, excavate some tombs, Governor. No, <laughs> that was Lara. Damn. That was Lara. It's not good. You did real bad. Sorry. Nick Korth asks, "What will it take for the Wii U to not be in the doomed status?" Get some good fucking games. It's got a couple good games, but Does they're it? not games that aren't on every yeah, other well, system. Yeah, well, that's that's the point, and and they're kind Get of the worst good... versions of those well, it's games. Ga- it's gonna have Bayonetta two, which really bothers right. me that Bayonetta two will only be on the Wii U. I'll, play, I'll play it on Wii U. I don't have a Wii U. I'm gonna have to play it here. Uh, wow. I will not buy that game until Smash Brothers comes up, yeah. and that's that's the long and short of it. Yeah, I think we we need a Zelda. We need a new 3D Mario. We we need a Metroid. We need all the stuff that we usually that usually makes a Nintendo platform good. Yes, and, and maybe the and that's what come. it will take for us to overlook the horrific hardware shortcomings of the uh-huh. Wii U. It will look even more <laughs> horrific when the next gen Xbox and PS4. And fun- unfortunately, none of what you guys mentioned is even remotely on the horizon, unless you want to play Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. Ten Dave years Rudin later, I, I I will play that actually. Yeah, I'll I will play it. an HD version of a game that already holds up remarkably well graphically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. So speaking of things that shit the bed, which we did earlier, yes. if you'll recall, um, although it's it's we've traveled forward in time now. We have, and we also brought in an expert for this. We did. Uh, speaking of things that shit the bed, SimCity, Sim shat City. the bed hardcore. <laughs> we got a ton of questions from people saying. Hey, what do you think about this SimCity server nonsense? And also, uh, do you think that EA will stop making always online games because of this? Tyler, before you jump in, I'd like to answer that first question with another question. What do you think of Diablo 3? Ha! <laughs> because yeah. it was the same fucking thing that happened with Diablo 3. Do yep. you hate it now? Do you hate it in retrospect? Do you think it deserved a terrible score? Uh, finally time for the PC Gamer Guy to yes. shine. Mm-hmm. Expert, yep. expert oh, uh, bed shitter. Welcome, welcome to the show for five minutes. Hi. Yeah, Tyler Wilde, everybody. PCGamer.com. He's Yay. too busy actually playing SimCity right now, so he wasn't on, he's so, not on this So episode. your opinions do necessarily represent those of PC Gamer and future publishing, no, right? No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. All right. I'm glad we got that out of the way. Well, I am working on the review right now, and SimCity did kind of shit the bed server problems it's always online like like diablo 3 which you mentioned um you have to be online to play there are multiple servers you can be on any server but you know if you start a city on one server it's not in the other 
Uh, so if you want to play with your friends, you have to play on the server they're on. And the servers are in pretty poor shape, and this happens with every launch of every always online game or MMO every single time. So is, is the real problem I can't play on the server I want to play on? Um, I mean, are there servers to right accommodate now. everybody to, to just play? Well, they would, are talking w- about adding new servers right now I to would, sort I of w- alleviate some of the pressure. Mm-hmm. I would say right now, uh, as we're recording this, the problem is you cannot play on the server you want to play on because I couldn't get on the one I was using before where I was playing in a region with my friends. Uh, so I went to a different one and it worked. Uh, yesterday and the day before, that that was not the case. You You couldn't connect to any server for long periods of time or it would make you wait like 30 minutes before it would Yeesh. connect or you would just get booted in the middle of playing um, or you would get into the game but it couldn't load your city and it would just tell you to try again and you just kind of had to keep trying over and over uh, and it's frustrating and always online with a game that's like such so primarily a solo experience as SimCity um, I don't know it creates a lot of long-term problems like part of the fun of older sim cities was sharing saves with people and downloading cool saves about cities other people made modding all that stuff that you can't do i think it's kind of a bummer but hey the game's really really addictive <laughs> and fun which is making it really frustrating to review it because uh i have some problems with the game like there are some weird quirks to the simulation where it's like one dude's walking around going there's great shopping here and his neighbor's like Where's all the shopping? And I'm like, I don't understand. How do I make them talk to each other? <laughs> Take each other shopping. <laughs> how do I how do I found Yelp.com? <laughs> <laughs> There's like weird frustrating stuff like that where like you know, one house is upset about crime and the other one's like police coverage here is great. And just like weird lack of, or poor communication where it's like I'm upset about germs. What? I don't... What, germs? I'm a hypochondriac. Do something about that, Mr. Mayor. And then you find there's, your a, job. There's, there's a germs map, and what it means is, like, air pollution and stuff. And I'm like, well, how do I fix that? I don't know. I guess I have to put in schools so that my industry is... Uh, it's this weirdly complicated for a game. One of the most complicated games I think I've ever played. This balancing act that I've been trying to analyze. I think I've played for almost 100 hours. Um total because i started playing before it released ea set up private servers uh and there was some criticism about that but you know i mean we waited to review it till we tried the public servers which haven't worked very well which makes giving it a score really really hard because Mm. it's a a good game at its core crippled by it is tricky because you know that in in like a month or two it's going to be fine exactly but for now it's like is it a shitty game because it doesn't work, even though you know it'll work fine in a month or two? Exactly. So it's like you have to weigh how good is the game, how bad is the service, and how good do we expect the service to be. But you mm-hmm. can't make too many predictions like no. that. Anyway, I don't know. It, it It's kind of a tricky situation. It happens every time. It happened with Diablo 3. It happens with every MMO. Mm-hmm. And I think the reason is these companies could invest a crap ton of money in making sure there's enough servers for the one week that they're going to have a problem because everybody's going to play it. Or they could just ride out the PR nightmare for a week and not lose, you know, what, 100, 200,000. I, mean, I don't know how much it costs. Well, here's what I don't understand is it's not as if 
servers are a one-time use disposable thing. I mean, those are a reusable resource. So why not have a fuck ton of servers for the month of launch when you know it's going to be super busy and then reallocate those same servers to something else? I'm guessing what happens is the business people say, so let's start with the minimum amount and here's our budget of, you know, however much. And if it's a problem, we'll add more, but we don't want to overspend right away. And probably the infrastructure tech guys go, well, that's a bad idea, guys. And then the business guys go, I think it's a good (laughs) idea because I have to show the budget to someone. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm just hypothesizing, but it happens every single time. So I have to imagine there's some, some, some structural flaw in the way companies handle launches or handle the money involved in getting servers because they always add more right afterward and if they know they're going to have to add more it's uh it seems silly right oh well it's well, a i bummer. mean I, I can't imagine they said like well let's let's make sure that SimCity isn't a commercial failure first because mm. we totally think it will be nobody's going to want this because it's sim city yeah i mean they knew it was going to sell and maybe that's part of the reason like they knew a ton of people were going to buy it Mm-hmm. And they, they can't gonna, return it. They were going to get in and have launch problems. They're not going <laughs> to let them return it. And then a week later, it'll be running fine. And, and they're kind of, maybe they were just banking on people being, forgetting about it when it starts working. Well, do, do you think this would even be an issue if it weren't for rampant piracy? I mean, it kind of feels like this is this is the uh, dead man solution. This is the back against the wall we have no other recourse but to make it so that we have to we can continually validate this online. Yeah. I mean there were a lot there was Maxis did a lot of explaining before they released the game as to why it's going to be always online and how this was a design decision more than like a DRM decision and how oh it's your cities are all going to be connected it's going to be great and everyone kind of called BS and said like yes you can have that big connected thing but you could also let us play offline i don't i don't believe you that you use like your servers to process some of the simulation which is something they claimed i i don't believe that my computer couldn't handle it but um i think what's really happening is it's just updating their servers with what's happening in your city so yeah i think it is drm um i think they could have had an offline mode it is kind of a back against the wall thing but whether or not they need to have their backs against the wall is up for debate i don't think they do a lot of people are having a lot of success with DRM-free games that are openly pirated. Um, granted, the success of those games is on a much smaller scale because usually it's like an indie, indie developer who's like, I made a million dollars. It's amazing because it's that guy and now he's rich, whereas EA probably needs to bring in a lot more than that to make SimCity profitable. But I don't know. I mean, I, I couldn't tell you if piracy is <laughs> like this, such a uh, difficult debate. I I don't know how much SimCity would have been pirated. So this week's debate, is piracy good or bad? (laughs) Should have been last week's debate. Piracy is bad. I don't Mm. condone pirating games. People put a lot of work into them. And you won't get games you like if the developers and publishers don't see a return on them. And they'll also put in crap like this. So don't Mm -hmm. pirate games. Like, if you want to discourage always online DRM, the best thing to do is to be an honest consumer. Mm -hmm. And, And not go in comments and say... You know, fuck this always online DRM. I'm going to pirate it when someone cracks it. Like, that doesn't help the situation. No, that actually you know worsens what? it. You've just, just don't play it. You've ensured that there will be more of that next time. Because what you're doing if you do that is you're not making a statement. Making a statement would be, I, I, you know, I'd like to enjoy this game, but I'm not going to because I don't support the way 
you know, mm-hmm. I don't support your DRM, and then don't play it. Um, don't go bragging about how you're going to pirate it. Yeah. Stupid. People are getting mad at me for the score I haven't given it yet. Like my, <laughs> they're just getting mad at the score they imagine you're going to give. Yes, they're just like, but it's going to be a 96. Good job, PC gamer. I'm like, wait, good job. I haven't done anything. Uh, and then talking about how EA is paying us to promote it when we've been what? repeatedly critical of of the launch. Like we're, we're critical. We posted objective news stories about what EA is doing with the servers and mm-hmm. the problems people are having. I posted criticism in my review in progress, and yet people still go, can't believe you guys support yeah. SimCity. You're just <laughs> you're just criticizing it to cover your ass, so we won't notice how supportive yeah. you've been. And the last thing, I'll, and this, sounds, this has become such a boring monologue because all I've been doing all week it's, is playing SimCity. It's City. not a boring monologue. It's a boring dialogue. <laughs> I am talking to you. Um, <laughs> No, because the last thing that really frustrates me is people who think reviews should be activism. Mm. A lot of people are telling me, like, you've got to give it a low score. It's got to affect the Metacritic score because that's all EA looks at, and they won't change what they do unless but your job you make is a not statement to change the situation. Your job is to, to appraise the game. Uh, to, to, to criticize the whole thing, and, like, mm-hmm. I, it's not my job to, yeah, to to incite change yeah. or, or be an activist or, or make a statement with, mm-hmm. by giving it a one, you know? I mean, there was one time we gave a game, uh, this was back when Always Online DRM was kind of new, I think it was Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. We gave it the score we believed the game deserved, and then said, do not buy, because we don't, we think the DRM yeah, is terrible. Yeah, I remember that. And I think that's a, that's a good approach, like, and I'll probably tell people, don't buy SimCity right now. Don't buy it this week. Yeah. It's not a good experience. I, I it's think, a great game. Don't buy it. <laughs> I think that review was, yeah, Assassin's Creed 2 is an amazing dang, game. Don't buy it. Mm-hmm. That was like I the think, lead. I think that is much more fair because we should appraise the whole game. You know, it's not about, mm-hmm. like I said, it's not about making a statement. I'm going to give it a one just to, sh- just to show EA that, you know, I'm going to stand up to the man and not, not let them... Uh, ruin things with their DRM, you know, mm-hmm. that's not what a review is well, for. You have to admit, though, with Assassin's Creed 2, you can see all of your friend assassins and the cities that they I know, you, <laughs> you were yeah. sneaking through. Yeah. You, you can actually... see their versions of Florence. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I will say, I, I once had a guy call me on sort of something like that when I reviewed Killzone 2, and I think that was back when Sony was setting their embargoes like a month in advance of release. And he was saying, like, well, you should have waited to see what the, the servers were like online when, when the game launched. And it's like, well, that's an interesting point. But if there were servers, I mean, if there were problems with the servers when it launched, and then they were fixed, would, would I have to give it a, a lower score? And then when they were fixed a week later, would I have to give it a higher score? It's like, you know, you know I can't always take into account what's going to happen on their end. It's just about appraising the game that's in front of me. That's true. Um I think and I mean that's that's something that should be pointed out, and and I think you should say like, you know, when that uh, you know this is not a timeless problem. This is not something that's going to persist mm-hmm. for a month, or even probably it's going to persist for less than a week. Well, it's getting really difficult because games are being uh, sold as a service more and more mm-hmm. now, and yeah. the quality of that service will fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Uh, so appraising them is becoming. Really, really difficult because you, when you publish a review, you've appraised it at a specific point in time, and it could change. So, it is challenging. I always try to say in my reviews, like this is an appraisal of the product as it exists when I publish this. Um, and again, we just keep updating in the future when some cities' servers are better, and I'm sure they will be. We'll 
we'll write about that. But yeah, there were, the question was, uh, do we think this will stop publishers from doing this? A, EA specifically. EA, A, I don't know. B, probably not. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it'll. They'll, they'll keep doing it as long as they perceive If the game makes that, money, yeah, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Diablo 3 made a ton of money, and it did the same thing. Do ER... ER. <laughs> I was trying to say EA and Activision. I don't mm. know how ER came out, but... Maybe you like, were thinking EAPR. EAPR. I think I was, yes. Deeper. Public relations. Is it is it good for EA right now? Was it before SimCity? Not really. Um, same with Activision. As far as the vocal people on the mm. internet, so... How much do they care about the vocal people on the internet? I mean, the developers listen. Like, Blizzard has listened in the forums about Diablo 3 and made a lot of patches to change the game, uh, um, trying to make people happy. And I think Maxis really cares what people think of their game mm-hmm. and, and really want people to be able to play it. Don't get mad at the developers, is I guess what I'm saying. Like, they do want you to like their game, but they don't make the business decisions when they're owned by a publisher. So. That's true. Moving on. Finally. God, I thought that would <laughs> never end. Me I can too. stop looking at my phone now? You can stop <laughs> looking at your phone. Don't you want to talk can, about you can business be decisions in the podcast? That I don't, I and review policies? And Sim City. Ugh, I tuned out as soon as <laughs> I started talking. I haven't played that game yet. I've, I've nope. specifically been too intimidated by all this shit that's been going on. It's, it's really not that bad right now. Just like choose a server that says available. It'll be okay. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong. I, I've just been playing for a few hours, like, uninterrupted. Oh, so Anne's putting her head down. I think the worst of <laughs> I'm just going to take a nap, guys. I'm going to give you SimCity, Anne, for five minutes, and you'll be playing for five hours. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> the last time I played SimCity, Bowser could destroy your town. Can you, is that still in the game? There is a Can monster. I summon guns to can, attack can my I import, towns, That's all I care about. Can I import my Super Nintendo City? Yes, you can. Awesome. Yes. Can I play that on the cloud? Uh, you can play it on the cloud. Um, <laughs> you can play it always on. Can online. I play it on a literal <laughs> cloud? With um, can I play it while I'm dead? Ruby on Rails. Would I? Could I in a box? Would I? Could I with a fox? You have to understand the application programming interface that allows. I'm just trying to put Anne to sleep. Uh-huh. It's really it's working. working. <laughs> it's working. I can't believe that you're like you. By have you never played SimCity? Nope. You've never, never. played any. Nope. Not SimCity Not even 2000. SimCity 2000. Nope. Oh my god. You're serious. Yep. Holy shit. Well, if you've never played SimCity and I give Tyler, it to you, you I failed as a boyfriend. that you'll be addicted. It's it's impossible to not be addicted to I'll it. I'll probably play it when you're not home at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Moving on. But Next for right now, I haven't played so I don't care. Do we have uh, more yeah. questions? Yeah. Tyler, go back to your room. You can go keep playing SimCity. I'm going to go grab Grim again. All right. Fine. Well, bye, everyone. Bye, Tyler. It was nice having you. God, they really need to just put a SimCity on the 3DS. That's like the original SNES version. I agree. DRM PC games. DRM PC DRM. games. SimCity. Maxis. Maxis. Hi, Tyler Wild. <laughs> I'm here talking about the game. Wow, Tyler, you've really changed. You I wear much, spectacles. You have a much bigger beard now. I've been trying. All right. <laughs> Next question. Uh, we have no more questions from Twitter. Oh, That's all we got. Shit. But we did have a shit ton of responses to the question of the week. All right. Go. Read one. All right. Okay, uh, the, the question of the week, actually, great debate topic of last week. Yes. Was, uh, what was it? Do you think microtransactions are What are your thoughts on microtransactions? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Go. All right. So Bladed Falcon in the forum says, oh, Bladed Falcon. I don't play multiplayer ah! much at all. Me neither. Mm. 
so my opinion is mainly revolving around single player. Personally, I don't like microtransactions, and even if I don't have to use them, I find it distracting and annoying that they are there. That being said, so long as they remain entirely optional and mostly as shortcuts of things you can get on your own eventually and without paying for them, I'm tolerant of them. However, if they start forcing me to pay for things that I cannot get in any other way and are important to the single player experience, then I'm definitely like going to be annoyed. DLC. Especially if the game still costs full retail price. Yeah, like, well, I don't think DLC really counts as as a microtransaction, in my no. opinion. Uh, if there's like unless a, it's like uh, paid ending DLC, like, like Alan Wake. A dollar fifty like uh, sombrero in Dead Space Three that shoots lasers <laughs> in different directions. I so, would buy that. Yeah, I would absolutely mm-hmm. buy that. Directional laser sombrero. Get on that EA. Come on. As long EA. as they're Come not on, EA. macro transactions. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. <laughs> Hello, my right damn girl. $1,000 for $1 in in-game currency. Exactly. Which yes. is very large and heavy. That's a terrible idea. I don't know who greenlit that. <laughs> <laughs> Defies all logic. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> all right. Um, another one. Uh, Zepa, uh, one of my new favorite commenters, says, Microtransactions either ruin a game or have little effect either way. I have never had them enhance my experience, but it has ruined some. When I love a game, I don't mind there being some bonus stuff I can buy to toss some cash at the makers, if any of it actually makes it to them. My biggest problem with freemium gaming is it's usually a terrible deal for the consumer. I could pay X dollars for Nintendogs or Infinity dollars for a game that makes me buy their food to keep playing. And uh, he also prefers the coin flip. Thank you, Zippaw. So do we. Yeah. <laughs> We're just giving you the choice out of, uh, out of spite, I guess. Well... Right now, man, that uh, that poll is super close. Last yeah, time I it checked, really it was like a six-vote difference. So uh, keep voting, people, because we're actually not going to do a debate this episode. We're gonna. It's yeah. only been two days since but we posted whatever that happens, poll, so. we'll we'll stick with it next yeah. week. Yep. Which means we may actually have to research positions. Which yeah, damn it! What a fucking <laughs> nightmare! What that is this hard. a job? We already put enough mm. work into this stupid uh, thing. Which is barely any. Which is barely any. <laughs> Go ahead. Phazon says. I have very oh this ties into what we were talking about earlier with Mass Effect. Mm. Uh, I have very little to complain about when it comes to microtransactions, so long as they're in multiplayer exclusively. Mass Effect Three, to me, exemplifies how they should be done. It's a non-intrusive addiction addition to an almost constantly supported multiplayer. It's also not a huge issue for me in single player as long as how the game plays isn't tailored to the assumption that people are buying microtransactions, which is the case for some iOS apps. And that's a lot. That's sort of how I feel about it. As a guy I've played uh, Mass Effect 3 multiplayer with several times, I agree entirely. (laughs) (laughs) Woo. All right. Cool. Michael. All right. Archknight256 says, uh, my only interaction with microtransactions is Team Fortress 2, and I think it works great there. I can spend time to work up enough items to turn into metal to roll for an item. Okay. To roll You're for an item. Correctly. Or spend the money I earned with my time at work to buy it. All right. Yes. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, uh, sort of similar thing. I play League of Legends, as I've mentioned several times. Nerd. Same thing, though. It's like you buy skins, you buy runes, you buy these things with in game currency you earn, or you can streamline the process and buy it with your money. And I don't mind it. I mean, it would make it faster if I did just spend money, but I'm incredibly cheap. Incredibly <laughs> cheap. 
Uh, Darth Ender X says, personally, I think they ruined the experience, but if, like they said on the podcast, it's just a paid cheat code, I'm okay with other people having the option of doing that as long as the game itself is balanced around not doing that. Also, using those things should disable achievements. He also says, and I did not know this, uh, I don't know who you guys had to blow to get there, but you guys are currently number 10 in the games and hobbies category on iTunes. Mm. Woo! Oh, we dug up Steve Jobs' corpse and blew that. Ooh. (laughs) Whoa. And we Whoa. just tumbled about Ooh. 20 places. <laughs> that is ookie. <laughs> we at Video Game Apocalypse do not support necrophilia in order to get ahead in the world. <laughs> don't we, though, Anne? Or grave diggers. Don't we? Uh, other Keeping other point. public we. face, Michael? And don't we? Other no, point. we Seriously, don't, don't we? <laughs> wait, wait. We don't? don't what? We? <laughs> Whoops. All right. Other, anyway, other other point to make too about these uh, the cosmetic upgrades and stuff you can buy at these microtransactions. Think about the psychological advantage that gives you against your poor opponents who don't have <laughs> the money to afford your sombrero with chutes laser. <laughs> They're just gonna think, oh, he's a rich plutocrat who's really good at this game. Yeah. If it comes with an animation where Isaac sort of dips a chip into like cheese sauce <laughs> that's around the rim of the hat, even better. Uh, take my money. Just take it. <laughs> take all of it. Just so I can lord over the poor people uh, that I had that I am. money. <laughs> yeah, that I now am. And I spent tons of money to buy this sombrero hat full of chips. Uh, all right, is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, Dan B says, a, I am all for microtransactions staying around as I will generally just ignore them unless I really like the game and want to see more games like it. If they are implemented badly, it's easy enough to find out from Twitter and reviews and just skip the game or wait for a price drop. All right, that's it. Cool. That's it. Uh, I'm going to read one more because a lot of people in the forums are kind of saying similar things. I'm really sorry if you guys feel like you put out really good arguments. I'm just sort of scanning these. And uh, a lot of you guys are saying something along this. Uh, Breckenridge's Scourge says, as long as the microtransactions don't hold back on plot in single player or give an unfair competitive edge in multiplayer, which we mentioned in the podcast, mm-hmm. I don't see the harm as long as they're unobtrusive. I believe someone on the Dead Space 3 team said it best, regardless of whether he was just spouting BS. Some people just want instant gratification. I'm not one of those people, so I'll play a game to get where I want to be. As long as it doesn't break the experience for people who aren't buying, it should be a non-issue. And that's basically how I feel about them too. Fair enough. I've got one more actually. All right. Um, This is Nemo Person saying, uh, microtransactions, DLC, whatever you would like to call it, can suck sometimes. I often will ignore it if I feel the game that I paid for is worth the price of admission. I'm played through Dead Space 3 just fine without buying any of that nonsense. Did I find it tacky that it was in the game? Sure. Did it stop me from playing it? No. That being said, I have soured on and stopped playing some games due to microtransactions slash DLC. One recent example would be SF Cross Tekken with its locked character on disc DLC. Eh. Uh, It's just another business model that a developer can employ. If it is used smartly, it can benefit both the creator and consumer. If used poorly, it can piss off the consumer and it won't sell. My one complaint about that is it sort of harkens back to what you were saying earlier about yeah. uh, the Skullgirls fundraiser thing. Sure. It costs a lot of a lot of money to put a character into a fighting game and have it balanced and have it work. Those things don't annoy me as much. Also, the on-disc DLC argument, 
you can have your opinions on that, but at the same time, it's on a hard drive somewhere. It's existing somewhere. It exists, mm-hmm. and just because it's not in your fingers at the moment doesn't mean it's not a thing. That- well, I get the on-disc DLC argument because it's like, I bought this on a disc. It's mine. Well, you won't be Why do to- I have to pay to unlock it? Because you won't be able to purchase a physical disc in a generation or two, and you hmm. won't even have that option. So Interesting why, why bother with that argument? Because it's, I don't know. It's up to the company to perceive how much content should be included in your $60 price tag. And it seems so arbitrary to me that something that's on a disc, and if it's on the disc, I own it. And it's like, well, the code that unlocks it isn't on the disc. There's lots of other content that was on, like, cartridges and stuff that never unlocked. And, I mean, you didn't even have the option to unlock it then. If it was unfinished or stuff, there'd be stuff, you know, that you could use a Game Genie to find on a cartridge. And it's like, is that yours? I guess... Well, there's a question. Can can uh, game sharks and such, assuming they even still exist in this generation, could could they potentially unlock? I'm sure they could. I mean, that's DLC. how they that's how they find all these things. I mean, these things always, always, always leak if they're on disc before they're actually oh, announced. Yeah. So it's like I'm sure that you can unlock them, but it's the same thing. If you ever want to connect online with it, be prepared to be banned from life for Xbox Live and PSN. Also, I would say uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, the Mega Man and Pac Man were not really good reasons to sour on that game. Like I can't have these right now when they're on the disc. <laughs> Fuck you. I can't have two gimmick characters that are 100% useless. <laughs> I can't. I can't play through a storyline that I could just watch on YouTube. Also, that well, that that boils down to every game ever, though. Really. Well, that's true. That's <laughs> Given us cinematic, fair, yet. fair point. And to be fair, when Pac-Man came out, there was an infinite combo with Pac-Man. I forget what it was, but it was literally standing punch, and you would just hit the punch button over and over again, oh and God. the frame on it was so soft that you could literally. It was an infinite. It was an infinite combo that was one button. Wow. Yes. That's been fixed. There you go. That was an advantage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were a lot of really good comments, so um, right. I'm very happy with how that question yeah. of the week turned out. Yeah. And I'm sorry Actually, we couldn't read everybody's comments. Well, I have um, a very strong opinion on this topic. Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, like I, I pay for things all the time in my real life, and I feel like my two male co-hosts should do the same. So I wholly believe in Michael transactions. Ah, <laughs> that's good. Yo! That's good. It's very good. Also, there's some build Clever. up to that Clever. one. That was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. nicely done. I thought you were gonna say something sexist for a second there. <laughs> Perfect. You got it, Ann. That's how you do a flashlight. <laughs> there <this> we go. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a different window, so I got it took all me a second, but I, I got, I got. This. That was funnier than anything I said this whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um. I feel like we're we're done with that part. Oh, I did want to say after mm-hmm. we uh, after the podcast went up, sure. there was an EA amended statement where they said, "No, guys, when we said that, we didn't mean all of our games in the future. What we meant was all of our mobile games will include micro microtransactions." Damn That's it! Now you got me saying microtransactions. <laughs> that you said, to... all of our games will include microtransactions. Yes, Thank you. All of our mobile games. <laughs> Michael Parris and I get every cent of every microtransaction <laughs> that you have. So, Please Keep buying them. those uh, those Michael <laughs> transactions. Yep, guys. You want Michael it, need, need cents at a time. Do you Honestly. want Michael Jordan in the next NBA Jam? It's a Michael transaction. It's a Michael transaction. But yeah, I got nothing. All right, is that is that it for this episode? Are we we done? I, I think I'd I'm say time wise, we're definitely done. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're definitely done. Yeah. Uh, anybody got anything they want to plug before we say do good night? Do we have a question of the week? Oh, we don't, do we? Um, let's think about that for a second. Um, how how I shot web? 
<laughs> Do you smoke weed every day? <laughs> I was baby formed. I was baby formed. How girl get pregnant? Uh, Great question. Well, hey, we can we can build on a uh, controversy from earlier in this episode. Um, how do you think uh, review outlets should handle something in the case of SimCity? Do you think a game should be oh, appraised yeah. on its own merits? Or do you think uh, that the services offered when it goes live should be factored into the review score? Let us know uh, on lasertime.com slash forums. Lasertime podcast. Laser time, oh, I'm sorry. Let us know on lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can comment under the article, although that makes it slightly less likely that we'll read it on the air. Although I say this having read all of the comments that uh, dealt with the question of the week on the air. <laughs> But anyway, that's our show. Uh, you can follow us online. I'm on Twitter at Wikiparas, P-A-R-A-Z. I, I feel the need to emphasize. And you wanna you wanna plug? Yeah, I'm on Twitter at at BDRN Lewis. And Mike at Pseudobred, but I can't imagine anybody listening to this isn't already following me. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. And Dave, you wanna you wanna talk up OXM? Yes. You wanna say what you're planning? Um, well, I'm at Dave Road, and that has nothing to do with OXM. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, uh, official Xbox Magazine, OXMOnline.com, KOXM Podcast, all that good stuff. You also have another stuff. podcast on here, yes. don't you? Yeah, the Cheap Podcast. And, um, it's all about wrestling. Yeah. When does that go up? I don't wrestle. Uh, it goes up um, usually pretty close to uh, every month's pay-per-view. So awesome. Re- WrestleMania is in a couple of weeks, but we'll probably have something in the interim because there isn't extended period until WrestleMania. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Is it though? <laughs> no, it is. Uh, yeah, I don't no, I don't no. I don't know wrestling so I don't actually know it might be. That's mm-hmm. an accurate statement and I can confirm. Okay, mm-hmm. good. Cool. There's just one thing I want to address before we all sign off. Yeah. Uh, we have had a lot of uh, requests for Chris yes. to be on and we just knew that he he does have a different sort of job now. He's he's not able to be on every week. It's That's not just that we don't fact. want him on, yeah. but he cannot possibly we be on desperately want him on so please but people, we can't have him. we have him on as much as we can please stop asking no mm-hmm. he cannot host the show <laughs> there's also several other shows in the laser time network you may have heard of <laughs> he and does he is actually yes, he's the, actually the host of those so and please. he is also the engineer for yeah. all of those as <laughs> it's, well it's so. getting to the point where people are direct messaging me on twitter don't do that it hurts my feelings <laughs> yeah. makes me think you don't like us it, it, don't it, you like yeah. us <laughs> and ask yourself do you really need five shows helmed by Chris Antista. You know what? Yes, they they probably all are shaking their heads saying, yes, yes, I do need that. All right. No, I I fully agree. You do need that. (laughs) You need Uh, that. I'm sorry. We can't give it to you. Hey, Disney, Disney, Italy, Disney. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like he's here. It's like he's here. Hey, Florida. Florida. uh, Could you grow your nose a little bit? That would make me feel right. I'm hitting against the mic. You're not nearly hairy enough. I'm working on it, guys. All right, that's our show, everybody. See you next week. See ya.